0: Hey, hey Patriots fans. If you want to see Toyota's best offers, including those not seen on TV, go to buyatoyota.com. It's Toyota's official website for deals from the official vehicle of the New England Patriots, Toyota. Let's go watch Guys in Underwear.
1: Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised.
2: The world's original podcast.
3: Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. Patriots Unfiltered. I don't know what Tuesday's show did to me, but I can't talk. Deuce and the kids. Deuce and the kids. Uncle Deuce and the kids. You lost your voice from yelling at the kids. That doesn't
4: sound creepy or weird Sounds like you got a squeaky toy.
3: Stay off my lawn. (laughs) I think I just have to stay low and, you know do it this way i actually got a text from from mr paul perillo from unc paul's down there i think he's doing a little advanced scouting you know he's beating the bushes talking to the coaches that's
4: that's my slant paul all right like stay Stay in your lane stay in
5: your lane go talk about (laughs) clock management
6: or something
3: and of course we, we we didn't we didn't officially hear from fred but we saw just a picture um tropics unknown fred uh i
5: wonder if he noticed like his toes are in the bottom of it. For all, like, the slack he gets about feet and stuff.
7: You like, wiggle him, you know, toes in the water. It's
4: legit. excessive how much you girls drink water. She goes to the bathroom, like, ten times a okay, day. Like, exactly. how do you exist? ruin <laughs> my Christmas.
1: I'm
8: just
2: mad <laughs> that, like, I, I know, so I know it's strange. I didn't even have a good Tamara's birthday.
8: This is Patriots
0: Unfiltered.
2: Presented by Toyota's official website for deals, buyatoyota.com. Patriots Unfiltered.
0: All right. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It is Tuesday here at Gillette Stadium. Uh, we got a big show planned for you. It's Paul, it's Alex and her hair, it's me. Later on in the show, is it a good hair day?
5: Yeah, you guys tell me. I don't know. You look tremendous. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, later
9: you on, you guys too. Little more A Little more tan. Yeah, I did get a haircut. Nice.
5: You guys both look tan too.
0: Jeez. Yeah. Out in the sun. More yeah, a
9: a more of yeah, a burn for me and Fred.
0: I'm trying to set up the show if you don't mind. But later on in the show, we'll have uh, Deuce and Evan live from the Combine. So that's cool. And then, halftime of the show, we'll be running uh, an exclusive interview that we had with Elliot Wolf. I know he did a press conference today. We'll talk about that. Uh, But uh, we also had a chance to sit down with him one on one. So we'll run that uh, during the break. So it's a big show. Penn State Paul's here, Uh, Alex, myself, I'm back from vacation. Uh, what was wrong with my, uh, Tamara told me it was a boomerang.
5: So apparently Gen Z thinks boomerangs are out. You're a millennial or older if you still use boomerangs. (laughs) It just
0: said I had an option to do a GIF, so I did a
5: GIF. I thought it was cool. Did you notice your, your little toes at the bottom of it? You're supposed to have that. Got it. So it shows that. so it was intentional. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Hey, I thought it was fun. What's a
0: boomerang? It's when you, I guess when you do a GIF and it kind of loops. Oh, that's yeah. a, a boomerang.
5: It's Like three okay. seconds. Okay, and why did
9: I have to sit over here? I'm all out of sorts. Because First of all, Deuce didn't come and get me before the show. Yeah, so I, that threw me off. No, <laughs> because right?
0: no, because I figured I know where he it is. If it's just the three of us. I can look right at you. Oh, okay. You guys
5: are on like a little dinner date. Yeah, You're yeah. Just staring into each I sit other's there. eyes. I I'm like
9: I'm like Norm on chairs. I sit there.
5: Well, it's
0: you know. What do I do? I sit there. It's you know TV land. We got the triangle going. Okay. Yeah. All right. The, you
9: were, the, yeah, the you were late. I was
5: worried about you. The triangle. Yeah, I, I got I a text we gonna, from
9: Morel. like, what do you want for lunch? And I was like, oh,
0: yeah. it's 11.58. I, we <laughs> I was going to send out you. a search party. I didn't, I didn't Don't worry, worry. I didn't watch. miss my lunch order, Freddie. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we got a lot to talk about. I guess top of the show is Elliot Wolf, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Th- this is new for the Patriots to actually have someone talk. I think it's the first time since 14. Since 14. We actually had somebody talk at the Combine. Um and Elliot Wolf was up and for all intents and purposes he's looking like the GM of the team in terms of just you know, having the say on personnel. Yes, he says it's gonna be a collaborative process. I believe that to be true, but at the end of the day he said somebody's gonna make the pick and, and that me. will be me. Yep. Uh in no uncertain terms. So there
5: you go. The clarity is yeah. wild.
0: Yeah. What do you think, Paul?
5: Uh, I
9: actually thought the press conference offered some interesting tidbits. Okay. Um and Such I, as? I, I felt like he, was, he seemed pretty comfortable. I, I liked the way he spoke. There were some things I didn't like, but I was more focusing on the things I did, um, talking about wanting to weaponize the offense, the need to weaponize the offense, which is obvious, but still nice to hear that there's a recognition. Um, and then there were, like, a bunch of things that sort of, like – you know, aligned with my thoughts, so automatically. Oh, so when, now you like him. right, right. So automatically, when someone <laughs> like agrees, him. someone agrees with you, you tell you know what that guy, he's sharp. He yeah. knows what he's talking about. Where do you say most of the what, most of the starting quarterbacks come from, Freddie? Did you listen? Top of the first, first round. Yeah, first round. Yeah, you can do it the other way. As he, and he said, he goes, you know, Dak Prescott, Brock Purdy. He he named a couple of exceptions. Yep. But most of the quarterbacks in the league are first round picks, which tells me, reading between the lines. They are strongly interested in, in a quarterback. He admitted that they will have plans to talk to all three.
0: Yeah, or um, unless he's creating the fog of war and he wants people to think that we're no. Inter- I, I I don't look at it that way at all. Well, I, he I, learned from the best. His father was uh, very good at that. Was he? Yeah.
9: Can you
6: give me M- an misinforma-
0: example? Misinformation. No, I remember back in the day when Parcells, um, you know, he had a good relationship with Ron Wolf, and uh, he actually told a story about
9: being at the combine when he was ten years old. Yeah. And sitting, standing, at the the forty with Ron
0: Wolf, Bill Parcells,
9: and Al Davis.
6: Yeah,
0: and not and bad when you're ten. And I I don't know <laughs> if it was him or it was said during Parcells, but like Ron was a master of, you know. Deception.
9: Yeah, I'm going to take them at face value. I mean, we can go and just say they're all lie. I don't think they all lie, but I I think that some of those things... It's it's not a lie. That's a lie. It's a football thing. If if he doesn't think you need a quarterback in the first round, that's a lie.
0: It's a football thing.
9: So I I think that uh, that was uh, something I found interesting. Um, One of the things I didn't like was, you know, yet another shot at the previous regime, like, you know, less of a hard-ass vibe in the building. I just don't understand why we have to continue to beat the crap out of a, a, a regime that brought us six Super Bowl titles and nothing but a you know a success for 20-plus years, but we continue at every opportunity to take a shot at that. I didn't like that. Yeah, yeah.
5: it's weird because it's like that's the person that – this person hired you. This person gave you an opportunity, and, I mean, I don't know. I, it doesn't sit well with me, but I'm soft.
0: Yeah. But
9: I was more um, – there were a lot more things that I did like, and I'll focus on those. As opposed to the uh, the negative Fred. Right? I'll I let liked- Felgren and Mads talk about the negative. No,
0: but I thought that I thought it was interesting that he's coming out and saying things like that, which tells me that it was maybe more of a deal than we thought it
5: was. Well, it was really interesting too that those comments were made coupled with, yeah, we have a new mentality going into this draft. It's less going to be fits and more just like player skill, who's available. Yeah, I
9: thought that was interesting too. I saw Evan tweeted that out, so I I jumped on it and. Um I don't know exactly what that means because I don't know enough well, about scouting.
0: If you don't know what your offense is going to be yet, there's no fits.
9: No, but I think it, <laughs> would it I think it makes it e- the point was it makes it easier for the scouts to sort of just say this guy's the best. I think this is the example use. This guy's the best, this guy's the worst and we'll slot yeah. these guys in there's been as like- opposed to this guy is the best He's a but prototypical not a typical
5: Patriot. For our like, yeah. It seems like that prototypical Patriot, like they're really starting over from that. It's like yeah. there's yeah. not going to be that, that model anymore. I got the same or impression mold. Alex did. Yeah.
6: yeah.
9: I don't, and I like that. Yeah. I and think again, I don't know what the ins and outs are because I'm not a scout. I don't know
0: exactly what the grading system is. But I do think, and, and listen, we're, we're nitpicking here. Um, I'm sure they're smart enough to know you can't just take anybody you know, if, if, you, if you think you're going to run a certain type of defense, you need certain type of players that can, you know, whether it's control gaps or, you know, if that's yeah. the type of defense you're going to do, or if you're, you know, I, we're not going to be, but if you're going to be a West Coast offense, you need guys who can fit in that system. So I get what they're saying. I like it too. You know, let's not overthink the draft. Um, but there has to be a, a mix of you know, the right guys, not just the best guys. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know? I, and there was
9: I, – I just thought he was I, – I thought he was conversational. I thought he was comfortable. Um, and no filibusters. Yeah. You know, just kind of, you know, got the question, answered it. He was asked a lot of questions about Green Bay, which I wasn't overly interested in. Um, yeah, I can understand there was probably – you know, know—don't don't forget the whole league is there. So – there were probably Green Bay people talking to him a little bit about yeah. that kind of stuff. And there were probably some local guys asking him about his principles in
0: Green Bay, um, you know, the Packer way or whatever they – yeah, how they refer to it. But And, and I, I think they asked him I, – and I didn't actually watch the press conference. I was doing other things, but I you know, saw Perfect. some of the, Into the points that people uh, were making. You know, they asked what kind of team will the Patriots be and, you know, or what's the philosophy – and he said, you know, it's going to be more of like a development, like, yeah, you know,
9: that was the other thing I loved. N- now it, we well, want to focus on young players mm-hmm. and yeah. develop them within. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is a, very much a Green Bay tenant. Yeah, uh, they're not a huge free
0: agency team, Green Bay. They never have been. Uh, well, some people would say because they're cheap, but you know, or you know, mm. they haven't had the cash that other teams have. Well, I think the first thing is probably more accurate. Yeah. Well, and that's why they're cheap.
9: Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I like that philosophy because okay. I don't think you can win doing it in free agency. Yeah, you can augment in free right. agency. No, you must you must draft well in this league. Well, draft whatever, but you need to to keep your players and you yeah. need to maintain your young core. Yeah, they haven't done a good th- like for as bad as the draft has been the last say eight ten years. The decisions to let. The draft picks that have worked go, which is kind of all of them lately, I think has been just as bad. Like yeah. that's how you lose your 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 solid middle class that this team has always sort of been built.
0: It on. could also be an indication that they didn't like the picks that they made, and it's an admission of failure. No, I know, but like guys like Joe Tooney
9: and Shaq Mason, well, that was and, yeah. And, yeah, you know, Trey Flowers, and like they had some good players that they get to their contracts, and if they got them. They didn't get to see the end of the second contract in Shaq Mason. Yeah, um, you know. Well, Tooney, they mishandled Tooney. Tooney yeah. and and Flowers were allowed to just walk after free agency, and that I bit them I so think some bad. of those some of those players were valuable players. Yeah. yeah, and that forces you to then overpay in free agency to replace them. Yeah, and then when that doesn't work, because we know
0: that that's kind of a quick fix. No. And not really for the long term and, and along, you get back to rebuild along those lines he did say that they've talked with Unwen Yu. they've talked with Duggar. uh in other news it, from what i read uh Unwen Yu fired his agent yeah he mm-hmm. said that and on now Twitter. he's repping himself which isn't a good idea that's no, like, not a good idea for Onwenu but i think yeah. it
9: increases the odds that he comes back yeah
0: so the you know you always wonder like why a player does that and it's usually the player's getting frustrated that – Especially now. Yeah. Because this yeah. is a week
9: that your yeah. agent should be right working the back I've so always
5: wondered about that because you sign with these guys, like a lot of times when you're so young. Like he was probably 22 when he signed his agency, and at that point they're telling you all the right things that you want to hear to sign with you. But I, I I don't know. Working with agents just seems like
9: – Yeah. Well, so, do you know what I mean? Like y- your agent can be in indie this week. Behind the scenes, you know, tamper, no tamper. You know, you can get away. He 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 can't. If he's going to represent himself, he absolutely can't talk to another team. That's Mm going to be a blatant violation. Right. Right. You know. So you're losing a lot of information. Yeah. Or the opportunity to gather information, I should say. Yeah. So you don't. odd timing. So you
0: don't know if he's upset with his agent because he's not getting enough. Uh, play yeah. from other teams yeah. or if he just wants to sign here and his agent
9: is Right, maybe not, he wants him yeah. to
5: push for more but he's... Yeah. But even if yeah. he wanted
9: to sign here, I don't see why you get rid of an agent. Now, maybe he's getting rid of the agent already knowing he's signing with someone else and this is a moot point. You know? Yeah. Maybe he already has another guy lined up like Alex yeah. said. Maybe he had he some... better, and Yeah, maybe he had some guy that he knew when he was coming up through high school or whatever and out of loyalty, he stuck with him and realized
0: he's not the best fit. Or maybe he has well, a guy in mind. Maybe somebody told him, "Hey, if you fire your agent, you keep that extra five percent that you would have give to him, right?" <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I just don't think it's a
9: smart. <laughs> I, I agree with you. The way you started this whole thing, I just don't think that generally works out. No, for No, it's, it's
0: not a good idea no. for. Well, you know, Brewski over the years, many years, left a lot of money
5: on the table. Yeah, though. yeah. But Richard he did, Sherman, he, I he mean, didn't care. You he know, how'd that pan out yeah. for him? Either way, it was cool to see. Elliot like sitting at the podium saying, "Yes, when is we consider him what, what's, what what did he say? Like a cornerstone, cornerstone I think a cornerstone of the franchise." And I, I mean, I can't remember. Is that overdoing it?
0: Is that overstating it, you think? Is he a cornerstone?
5: Maybe, but hey, if he's out there flattering him publicly like that to yeah. try to retain him on the So, all this is it. the kind
9: of thing that I'm talking about. So, they haven't had a lot of good draft picks in the last 3 years, right? So, a couple of the ones that were pretty good are up right now. And I'm not telling you you need to re-sign them all. But if they don't sign any of them, I think that'll be a bad sign. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, if, if Uche and Jennings and Duggar and Yu all leave, all of them. I don't think that's a good sign. No. Yeah. Now, you can convince me, well, you should do Awenyu. No, no, Duggar should be the priority. I don't really care. I think it's the, the broader picture is
0: you draft and develop. And then maintain. But does it does it kind of stink that there is no clear guy that you have to resign him? Is that that stinks? That there isn't somebody like well, that. Like for me, Barmore is a guy. I know he's not up, but right now they should be talking about extending him. Right now,
9: right. But I think if they had a guy like that, then you'd be more apt to not get to free agency. Right. In, right. A, in a perfect true, world. True.
0: And so, and that kind of stinks. I I agree with you. No,
9: listen, we all know that they're not loaded with young talent. Yeah. So he can say we want to get young guys. You know, they don't have a lot of it right now. They have some, but not a lot.
0: Yeah. But Elliot Wolf, does that make you feel good that at least there's somebody um, saying, okay, I'm the guy? Yeah,
9: yeah, it does. Because someone needs to be in charge. Me too. And yeah. I know, like, someone on Twitter, like, and I, I put something out, just sort of some bullet points of what what Wolf said, and someone was like, "So nothing has changed." And you know, I don't really go back and forth all that much, but my feeling with that was, "What do you mean nothing's, nothing's changed?" Changed. I mean, Belichick was the guy who made those choices. Right. Now he's gone. Someone, someone has to make a decision. Yeah. Like you can say the word "collaborative" to the point of a drinking game, like I said a few weeks ago. Yeah. That doesn't work when Alex wants right. Jaden Daniels and Fred wants Drake May and Paul wants Caleb Williams. Yeah. Someone needs to be the adult in the room and say,
0: okay, I'll do respect. We're going to go with Caleb Especially Williams. Especially when you get past the first round. In the first round, it's, it's, it's a little Someone's easier got to have, to have be a in charge. consensus. But when you get into third, fourth, fifth round, so different pieces. guys have their guys. Like I'm the area scout for the Midwest. I've been looking at this guy all year maybe all his whole career, and I really like him. And the guy in the South, you know, somebody has to, you know, arbitrate that. (laughs) And,
9: you know, not that this is overly important to this, but in the immediate aftermath of the change when Mayo was announced and, you know, there was a lot of talk, you know, from that Seth Wickersham story about how Jonathan Kraft and Robin Glazier were sort of part of football now. And I think this alleviates I mean, I, I I never really took it literally in the first place, but some people did and I think this should alleviate some of that fear yeah. of having quote unquote non football people right. involved in the decision making process. Unless again, you know, unless he's yeah. smoke screening you and right. lying, which I don't think he is. I think yeah. he was being up front. Yeah.
5: Yeah, and it's also hard to say, like, okay, so nothing's changed just because, yeah, all these people were already here before Bill left, but if you've really listened to anything Gerard or Mr. Kraft or even, like, in the the coaching, like, Covington availability, clearly these people had ideas and were trying to make points, and maybe they didn't feel listened to, maybe they felt like their opinions were kind of overruled in the end. Now they kind of have that freedom, and not autonomy is probably not a, a good word to use, but... It's like it feels like their opinions maybe they feel like they're trusted a little more. Yeah, yeah. there's
9: no doubt. I think they feel like
0: their voices weren't heard
9: yeah.
5: at and, times in the and past.
0: One thing I, I it's kind of bothering me, um, but everybody's saying, oh, they're going back to Pete Carroll days. That you know, we never really got to see what Pete Carroll would have been had he been in charge because he really wasn't fully in charge. Well, that's the point. That of was the problem.
9: Are, the people that are arguing is. With the general manager having the final say.
0: No, but I know. But, and not the but coach. People are, But I'm talking about the people are saying Pete Carroll in terms of, oh. The player coach. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, soft and feely. And, like the you pendulum know,
5: had swung yeah, so far one way. Now right, we're right. way back to the other Pete, side.
0: Pete, I, I can tell you for a fact that Pete ran a very competitive practice. Like, he stressed competition in practice. He, you know, uh, he wanted that. He wanted guys going at each other. It wasn't like touchy-feely. Um, no, the problem that Pete had, I agree with you. It wasn't yeah. because
9: he was a weak coach or too much of a player's coach. The problem was the players knew that he didn't have final say. That's right. And they went behind his back. The old adage mm-hmm. of they went up the back stairs to Bobby Greer. Right. Um which, or Robert Kraft. Which that's another one I want to get to later. I don't know if yeah. you saw some of the no. the aftermath of the, the, the documentary, yeah. but I want to get to that we'll later. We'll talk about that. Yeah, but it's not, not important Well, to this we have our whole podcast
0: about that. But, no, no, no. Yeah. Not
9: about the documentary. About something in the aftermath of okay.
0: it. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, that's true. It's it's And they didn't just go to Bobby Greer back then. Like, certain people, like Bruce Armstrong well, Drew, and, and Drew, Drew, Drew had Robert's ear. went no to Robert question. Kraft, and that was a problem. And it was too bad for Pete because he never really got to run the team.
6: Mm-hmm. Um,
9: yeah.
0: No, I agree with that. I yeah. agree with that. But I, I think that
9: if, if, if in that regard, you're probably right. People are fearing yeah. that if, now, if they don't like what Gerard Mayo is doing, they're going to go to Elliott Wolf.
0: Now, could that happen? Yes. I yeah. hope it doesn't. There's a fear of yeah, that. Right. Right. Or even, again, Robert Kraft. You know, um, I'm not sure who would be – like if Mac Jones was playing well he would probably have the ear of Robert Kraft, but I don't think that's the case. So I'm trying to think who would be the guys that would go to the crafts. I don't see any right now. I no. think it's more <laughs> Elliot and and Elliot. Gerard. And right now it's Gerard's job to make sure that people know I'm the guy. Mm-hmm. You know, don't talk to anybody else about your playing time. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's ideally how it works. Right. So that's that's what we're we're that's what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. It's it's Elliot Wolf time here at uh, One Patriot Place.
5: Little nugget. I don't know if you guys saw this, but Kendrick Bourne's agent posted on Instagram. He was here the other day. He posted uh, the the players entrance to Gillette with the song "New Money" by Migos like attached to it. So there's a lot of speculation that a new contract was being worked out for Kendrick. But then Kendrick went on Instagram Live and said. He's testing free agency, but that doesn't mean he's not going to come back. Yeah. yeah.
0: So somewhere he's going to get. There was money. definitely <laughs> mixed. Yeah. Mixed because yeah. I saw
9: that and uh, believe it or not, I saw that. Wow. Um, and then immediately it was like, no, they haven't really even talked about any extensions. And I saw Mike Reese had something about that yeah. over the weekend. It's just
5: I like his agent, Henry. I've gotten to know him at a couple of events, but it's kind of a wild move to to pick that song to accompany the photo of. Like, very, I don't Especially know. Especially when you're misleading. coming off a torn
0: ACL. <laughs> yeah. Was,
9: yeah.
5: And the song is New Money. Like, you know what you're doing. Well, and, and that'll be interesting.
0: Oh, yeah. You know, it's kind of an aside, but what what are Patriots players' social media accounts going to look like now? Because in the past, there was always a fear mm-hmm. like, if you go over the line too much, yeah. You, yeah. you're going to get called Didn't to the Didn't stop princip- anybody the last year. Well,. I think that a lot of things well, broke like down. Certain, last year, yeah, you know, I think a lot of things broke down, and I think. Well, I Bill, just think I think, as, I think I think at some point, Bill was just like. Ah, I just whatever. think as the years you know. have gone
9: on, yeah, more and more of the players are, that are coming into the league are coming in like Alex. They're
5: coming in celebrities already, yeah. and they're already like yeah. You the can't, hair, yeah,
9: <laughs> tan. <laughs> you you can't just like stop 10, 12 years worth of doing it this way and then say, oh, I'm in the NFL now and Bill Belichick doesn't allow that. Well, you're going to work.
6: Yeah.
0: Uh, Jack and Auburn says, Green Bay may not go heavily into free agency, but they do make significant signings. For example, Charles Woodson, who was Defensive Player of the Year, while with Green Bay, also Desmond Howard, uh, so couple people back then but
9: yeah i don't think desmond howard qualifies but charles woodson certainly does yeah but yeah that's 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 what you want to do is you want to augment in free agency right like i would go heavily if i were the patriots after one or two individual guys right now this year they have the money they have the cap space um identify you know one or two guys You know, I don't. If you want to really get strong on defense, and you know, want to solidify your corners, Legarius Sneed is a guy that a lot of people have been talking about from Kansas City. Go at him with a you know a Gilmore esque contract and be aggressive, and get him. I'm not anti free agency. I like free agency. I'm anti. We're going to sign eight guys in free agency and overturn our team. You do that when you have to, like in 2001. But those weren't money signings. Well,
0: like the year that um, they signed Brandon Cooks. The free agent side, those are our draft picks. Remember that? Right. But I I don't mind that. That, that, I
9: think that was a good trade, the Brandon Cooks trade. Um, But if you do too much of that, then you're not building your team. Like 2001 – I mean 2021 was overpaying for a half dozen guys – yeah, you're going to be better in the first year, but it's not going to be sustainable if you don't have anybody around. Uh, Cody
0: in Indiana says, The seating arrangement is just not right. I'm uncomfortable with Paul and Fred being face-to-face. I totally explosion agree. Explosion
9: imminent. <laughs> I totally I, it agree. It could have, but
0: that's why I did. I, just, I
9: literally have sat in that chair chair, uh, for every one of these no, shows ever. I just figured
0: ever. with three of us, it's better than turning, and it'd it's be better triangle. for the camera. Yeah, no, working I, can't, triangle. I can't
9: throw my bottle away. Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah, not even, You're not even close. <laughs> <laughs> that was short. <laughs> not even. You could have put a little
5: more into that. Well, I
9: right. didn't want to hit the TV. <laughs> what? I'm so, not going to
0: lie, I had the TV in mind. So, Elliot Wolf, the combine's going on. Uh, we've got Deuce and we've got Evan there, and uh, a cast of thousands from the, <laughs> from, the from the video side. Uh, <laughs> Alex and Paul,
9: the only ones that stayed. Uh, so we really we got We got we
0: got off. <laughs> well, Tamara, but Tamara's gonna Tamara. going to be going. That's her. right. I saw Tamara yesterday. Yeah, she's going for another company. Uh, she's going to be down there for Panini. Panini Ooh. again? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So she likes the pasta. Uh, okay. Oh, no, that's Penny.
5: Penny. Yeah. This is just a trading card. Yeah.
0: This is more like uh, a, So she'll, be, she'll like, be there. Like a um, sandwich. Like a she, bread. You, know, you might see her on our site as well. Um, but like I said, later in the show, we'll have Deuce and Evan. They'll be live, and we'll get their take. It's still early. It's just Right now, it's just GMs talking. I think tomorrow there might be some coaches and GMs. Uh, but the players haven't started their, their workouts yet.
9: No, and the players don't start talking until tomorrow, I, I believe. Um, I think that most of the uh, – I saw a quick look at the schedule, and I didn't really see any coaches, GMs beyond today. Um, looked like I heard fewer. Mayo might
0: talk tomorrow. Is that
9: right? I, I didn't see that. I heard the rumors I of that, but I hadn't. Yeah. I had heard that Gerard wasn't going. Me That's too. what I heard too. And then I saw the Globe definitively wrote that he was there, which doesn't mean that he's there. Right. Um, reportedly, according to the Boston Globe, he's there. But I was told as recently as...
0: Uh, late last week that he wasn't going.
9: I so thought it
5: was said in the media conference too that just Elliot would be available, but That's know. what I heard,
0: but then I heard yesterday he might talk. So if he's going to talk, he's there. Yeah, like, and I don't obviously know. Obviously if he does, we'll have that for you too like we did with Wolf.
9: Yeah. Um, you know, we'll stream that live on patriots.com. Oh, you yep.
5: guys missed the happy hour with coaches you should have seen evan oh i heard it was good so it was good but oh my god evan should have had a live cam on him the whole time like i've never seen someone like a
0: kid in a candy store a
5: kid in a candy store on christmas like uh, he was hilarious he was just standing off to the side at one point he had just finished talking to elliot wolf and he's just looking around you can see him just taking in the experience (laughs) well i didn't
9: realize wolf was available on that too
5: yeah well he was there um and people were talking to him. Evan certainly was. But I just remember looking over, and he's just by himself looking around, just the biggest smile on his face. He's beet red. It was so funny. And he comes up to Tamara and I and Veronica and says, this is the best day of my life.
9: Oh, jeez. you are like, really? He really is sad. It's a sad existence. Um, so I, you know, Fred and I were both away last week. And I guess how they did it was they had... Gerard, and then the coordinators, yep. right? Yeah. And then after that, they had sort of like a meet and greet yeah, with the in entire the, staff. And
5: the new beer hall that's at field level. Oh, I didn't
0: realize it was the, like the a, Bud Light. A
9: the Bud drunk, Light.
5: I didn't yeah. like realize it was it a drunk fest. It wasn't. Yeah. It was really mocktails, and it was non-alcoholic beer. Oh, really? Mocktails were pretty good. I had yeah, a yeah. I had a virgin, a virgin Moscow Mule. Okay.
9: Not interested whatsoever. All right. What's yeah, I watched.
0: What's the point? I was on the beach
9: watching. You could
5: have drank water if you wanted to. I watched the coordinators. I spike your
0: own I watched Stop the coordinators whining. live on the beach. Mm-hmm. It's
9: good. Yeah. So, this is funny. You know, this was very well received, by the way. To the point where none none other than Andy Hart reaches out to me. Wow. With a lengthy text about how much more enjoyable the last twenty plus years could have been. Like he said, it was phenomenal. What?
0: Like I, I,
9: I, okay. he said, it was phenomenal. All if right. we could have won like that with this kind of approach. He said it was really well done yeah uh,
5: I,
0: I
9: again
5: the media is being dramatic let's yeah
0: let's not forget what happened
9: over they're the just last so
5: used years. to being like abused little puppies getting like hit and stuff and with their tail between their legs in the corner that now that they actually get to but, come out and play and yeah I'm, I'm socialized they I, I are, think
0: we need to be careful because I, I well at least I am forever grateful for what bill did in you not know, let's say that you're not great.
9: Why does one have to equal
0: the other? Well, I think you know, these shots and yeah. you know, all well, this
9: stuff. You should talk
5: to the higher
0: the, ups. Uh, let's just say, the higher ups. let's just say this is the way we're doing it, mm-hmm. you know, without having to go.
5: Yeah, past is the past. Yeah, we're we moving forward. Him, we think, thank him for right. where he got us, and now we're moving and forward. And we've done and that. we leave it at that. thanked him.
0: Let's yeah. let's oh, focus on the future.
5: Yeah, you focus. don't need to dance on the man's like figurative focus brave. on
0: the future let's, let's that's move, new right let's move past it what this yeah well the monitor broke so we had to bring another one in uh, so right when right. we have uh, Deuce and Evan they'll be on that monitor so we can actually see them oh okay but I just want to tell you there'll be a four second delay so just keep well, that well you
9: mind. got I mean I don't really there's nothing going on so I don't even know what we're going to have other gonna talk. than they're saying Elmo's well
0: I want to get their take on Elliot and <laughs> what was going on who else talked from other teams was there any Patriots chatter going uh, on sure you know so yeah, there's a lot to talk about.
6: Okay. Could I you hope say so. Yeah. <laughs> All
0: right. Eight five five Pats five hundred. Any other news that we need to get to? Um Patriots or otherwise? Mm. Any stuff going around the league that is of interest so to you? I What had happened something. with uh Taylor Swift's brother?
5: Is he in trouble? Oh, I don't know. I didn't hear. How did I miss he, this?
0: Punch somebody or push somebody oh. or something.
5: Her or oh, oh, her, her dad? dad. Really? Yeah. Scott? That's Scott, surprising. Scott. He's like a
2: button- Punch the paparazzi. <gasps>
5: oh, okay. he's like a buttoned-up stockbroker guy. Like that's really surprising.
0: Okay, so there's that. There was another
5: fight. Cam Newton fighting off some kids. You know
0: what's going on with Cam Newton? Why is he? Why does he get disrespected at these okay. seven-on-seven? Camps? So what
5: I saw. I don't. I didn't verify this myself, but. Apparently, Cam was trying to break up a fight that was already happening. Yeah. And then he caught a stray. Somebody
0: gave him a sucker punch. Yep,
5: someone sucker punched. But just the, the photo of him, like, fighting off seven people at once just yeah. with ease was a lot. And he's got the hat on. With yeah, the cam- it yeah. yeah, it never the fell off. It never fell off. The hat never came off.
0: Ne- the hat never came off. But... But well, why does this happen to him? Like, I don't know. I, he was at another one where these little kids were like just dissing it's on him. Shameful. It's shameful. Like,
5: it's so shameful. He's Cam Newton. I know. Like, have some, I don't know. Give him a break. Have he's some he's respect. out there helping
9: kids. Oh, I if I were Go him,
5: ahead. I would just be like, all right, screw all of you. Right. Literally, screw all of you. Right. No it, good is, it is odd astonished.
9: that uh, something like that would happen. Um, that team passed on me. Yeah, that's not, that's not odd <laughs> right. that people passed on him. But. Um, an item that I found interesting you see this some of this stuff with Marvin Harrison
6: Mm-mm.
9: no he is um,
5: senior or junior
9: junior uh, that is one of the rare ones where you probably you know do need the junior that kind of annoys me mm-hmm. that like trend of the last 10 years yeah. or so um, but he is that does have a famous father in the same line of work um, he is not only not going to do anything at the he's not going to the combine at all Um, he's not going to work out, but he's not working out at all. Like, he's not doing any pro pro days. No pro days. All he's going to do is continue his normal football prep work. Yeah, He's not training for the combine slash pro day, which I think is interesting. You don't really see that happen. This is the first time I can really remember a guy openly saying that he's not going to do that stuff. To me, it kind of makes sense, believe it or not. Yeah,
6: like it keeps that vagueness. What else do I need to show you?
9: That's yeah, true. I just, I just when I first saw it, like I, I totally agree with you. I'm, a, I wish I could, you know, we're face to face now. I wish I could argue with you, yeah. but I totally have the same opinion. Um, I just wish that it was Caleb Williams, so everybody would have the opposite opinion. Mm-hmm. It'd be another thing yeah. against him. Like just right. won't conform, just can't do but, what everybody else Marvin does. Because Marvin
5: Harrison, it's like, yeah, this is a proven prospect. Like anything yeah. he does might don't, hurt him. Well, think but I hope he wants
9: he to continue to train for football, yeah. not yeah. for the 40 yard right right which i think
0: is but the only thing like fred said the only thing i hope he's open to is if the patriots want to bring him in for a visit Mm -hmm. even if you're not going to work out for us we want to sit down and talk with you maybe we want to have our medical take a look at you i hope he's open to that you know um because you know teams tell you that uh these visits, the most important thing is getting to know the player, sitting down face-to-face, asking questions and all that stuff, getting your own doctors to to, to look at him. That's really valuable. But I kind of agree with him in, in terms of the workout stuff. Like, you've got all my tape from my career. You've got right. everything you need there. I I can't show you anything else. And, like, to Paul's point, I'm not going to spend all my time training for a 40 or, or, the, or the cone drill. You know, that's not football. All right, and I'll bet
9: you – If you asked all the NFL scouts, I'll bet you they'd prefer it. Oh, yeah. Because now they're not going to get clouded by the guys who Mike Mamula, the combine, and and totally prepare. That's a dated reference. Mike Mamula, people have no idea what I'm talking about, especially Alex. He was the guy the
0: Eagles drafted. He He
9: totally prepared, specifically. He was one of the first that really just prepared for For the combine. combine. And killed it. And he killed it. Like, he was top of the charts in every... like the hell out of And got, and got result, taken in like yeah. the top 10. he shot up the, yeah. you know... The he money. was considered good like a, a like a second day pick. Yeah. And he shot up the board was like a top 10 pick and... That's a business decision. Like, good just completely him. flamed out.
5: Yeah. Was it's like step. these
0: kids that like pay Boston tutors colleges. To, to, you know, do the SAT. Yeah. Oh, great. Okay, so you're good at the SAT. But, right. You know.
5: But then they get to like their real life and right. it's like, oh, right. can you speak to people or you just are really, really big smart.
0: So I... Maybe he could be a trendsetter. I'd love to see more of that, believe it yeah, or not. Yeah, I, and I yeah. do
9: think that that the uh, the teams would probably appreciate it, as long as they got to do all the stuff that you yeah. said. You know, you get to, to meet with them and medically check them out and whatnot and and have them do a football workout. Yeah. You know, I think that would that would work. But he's not doing anything. He's not doing any football workout, I, for, yeah. as far as I know. Yeah. I know that a lot of people on Twitter were talking about it the last couple of days. And,
0: and the reports are the top three quarterbacks aren't going to be throwing. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, Williams and Drake May and uh, Daniels will not throw at the combine. And everybody keeps saying that J.J. J. McCarthy
9: will um, and that he, you know, I know Fred Toucher has been talking about this for a long time on on the Sports Hub, that when he does, he's going to blow people away because his physical skills are just Yeah, the Michigan ridiculous. people are – everyone's
0: yeah. saying he's going to prove – a lot of people wrong
9: yeah there's a lot of talk about him suddenly but sliding but into the isn't top he 10 like six feet at most or something like that oh or? i think he's bigger than Is that. He? but he's i mean he's a pretty good athlete too um but i i don't love him i don't i mean maybe i'm wrong maybe he's capable of a lot more um but I, I i do think he's reasonably athletic and moves and makes plays off platform but i don't i don't love i don't love him as a player because i just felt like there was too much run you know. He wasn't asked to do that much. Yeah. Well, that's not um, his fault, though. No, I know, yeah. but I think if he was capable of doing more, they might have played it differently. Yeah. So, okay. Um, yeah, well, he's listed at 6'3". Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay. Now, so he's probably, maybe he's not 6'3". He's probably like six. He's, three, but like but yeah. six, he's, he's listed six, at 6'3", six, two, oh, two. So yeah. He just looks six, small. 6'3",
5: in cleats. Maybe because the Michigan line is inches. so big, but
0: I don't know. He, he just, you know.
9: As Billy Tubbs used to say, the old Oklahoma basketball coach, I never saw a player play in his bare feet, so fair. why not measure them in their sneakers? Right. <laughs> That's what he used to say. I'm
5: going to start going with that. Yeah. I'm 5'7", if anyone's
2: wondering.
0: But I don't think it matters. As long as everyone's in their bare feet, then, right. you know. <laughs> that, that, yeah. It was a Billy Tubbsism. He was <laughs> it was yeah. a long time ago. All right. 855-PATS-500 uh, is the Ace Ticket Hotline, web radio at com. Just a reminder, at halftime, we'll play the – Elliot wolf interview that he did with us not the press conference and then um later on in the show we'll have deuce and evan live from the combine but yeah. let's so get...
9: that's important like the what you're going to hear is not the same thing that you've already heard on patriots.com
0: it's right. different right uh so let's go to the ace ticket Hut line. we'll start with mark who's in bolton what's up mark hey
8: guys um
1: like I got a couple of things. I'm really pleased to hear about the uh new ranking system. Um I've had problems with with the pats in the past. I, I just think that there was a disconnect um with value of other of how other teams view the players that you're interested in. Um and some of the trade ups for example, you know, throwing away a fourth round pick for Duke Dawson you know they had to have Devin Asiasi so let's throw away a fourth round pick there um, and Paul I know we discussed this in, in, in the past so uh, I don't know your thoughts on, on on the ranking system there's just one other thing I got too
9: Yeah, I, I mean I don't really know if those th- those are certainly bad trades I mean you, you targeted guys that weren't really uh, very good players so I don't know if that has to do with the the value chart, like the what, the, what they've right, done right. with their rankings per se. Thanks, yep. Mark. Because I think that some of those guys, you know, if, if it was because of that, in other words, if you took Cole Strange where you did because you value him more than other people, that shouldn't make you have to take him rounds earlier than you need to, right? right? I mean, it would only stand to reason. Logic would dictate if you think more of him than everybody else – I can wait longer to take him because they're not going to take him.
0: Or they, but you know, you don't know what other. If you think, well, he's really good, and other people probably think he's good too. We don't want to risk it. But See, that's still, the problem. It's a misevaluation. It's a misevaluation and yeah, it's. Like just I a, yeah. I think that
9: Bill specifically, and you know Matt Groh and whoever was in charge, thought Cole Strange was a better player than he is. Yeah. Well, so far, anyway, through two years. Yeah. I think that's the misevaluation, not because well, he fits so well with what we want right. to do, so we're going to take him three rounds early.
0: Right. You can still wait if right. you
9: think he's a fit. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a complete— Yeah, and Mark is right. Um, you know, Duke Dawson trading up. You know, it, And you might say, well, you know, what's a fourth-round pick? I would largely agree with that, but you don't need to give up draft picks to get guys like Duke Dawson and Devin Asiasi. Right.
0: Um. Let's see. Phones are stacked up for sure. Let's go to Dominic in New York. What's up, Dominic?
8: Hey, uh, how you all doing? All right. Uh, Yeah, so my question, or rather my thoughts, kind of deal with the mock draft season and everything going on. Um, I've seen so much that, you know, and I don't know if this is planted by whoever. I, I'm pretty sure it is but a lot of trading back with like the Minnesota Vikings to trade Justin Jefferson. And, you know, the Patriots is moving back to add more draft capital and and so on and so forth. I think you mentioned on a show a couple of weeks ago, like, you know, there's going to be a process. We're not going to, you know, hit on everyone in the draft this year, maybe look to next year if we have a so-so season, but I'm of the mindset of just keeping at the, keeping number three pick, whether it's Marvin Harrison, Jr., Drake, May, Jaden Daniels, who it is kind of, see how what we can get through this draft and then maybe next year you make some moves you trade back i think i'm okay with that but i'm just hearing so much of trading back and it's kind of discouraging because you feel like the talent might be really good at the top um and you know it's annoying more than anything it's more of a gripe but i'm wondering like what would you do would you just hey let's get the best talent this year we're not guaranteed to be guaranteed to be at the three spot this year uh this time next year you know let's just Take what we have and then...
0: Well, we'll here's the thing, Dominic. You know, if if you don't love the top three quarterbacks, moving back this year is a little bit different than moving back in prior years. When you move back in prior years, you're moving down to the bottom of the first round, you know, or, or around there. This year, moving back could be, like, to number eight or number seven. And at that spot, you can still get a good player and... You know, pick up more resources. So, sure. so this year moving back is not the same as in the past years. When I they I
9: agree it. with that, and I also think that if you do not like one of those three quarterbacks, right, that's what it's all I, predicated. I, I think it makes a lot if of sense. You, if you do like them, and you know me, I'm very yeah. anti trading down, but yeah. I can absolutely be uh, yeah. be sold on it if you're telling me. Let's just say that Jaden Daniels is the guy left at three, and you don't like Jaden. If Gerard Mayo does not want to draft Jaden Daniels, I, I think trading down is the right thing to do. Yeah. Not just an option. I think it would be the right thing to do. Because right. Right. someone's going to want
0: him. I, I, reverse, if you're at number three, Caleb Williams goes number one, and you like Drake May, I would move up. Like, I wouldn't risk it. I would, I would, if you love Drake May, go get him. Go get him, you know? Yeah. Or that goes for any of the guys. You know. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Dominic. Um, let's go to Eldred in North Carolina. What's up, Eldred? <laughs> hey
1: Alex, hey Paul, Fred, hey. glad you are back. Glad to have you back. Thank if you. Question, you. Paul. Yeah. Um you said he said you get those quarterbacks in the first round, right? So if none of them throwing or going to the combine when that's combine, but maybe pro days, how do you adjust your board? i
0: uh. I don't understand the question. What do you mean, like without the pro day? Okay, you can, okay. Oh, go ahead.
1: You have to you have to combine, but none of the top three quarterbacks going throw.
0: But so the combine's the not going to adjust, adjust your board.
9: Like the workouts aren't necessarily going to adjust your board. You want to talk to these guys and find out what they're all about. Yeah, and you have ample opportunity to do that. They'll be there, um, but they're just not going to throw. Yeah, you want to you want to. I mean, like in Michael Penix's situation, very important part of this is, is medical yeah so you're gonna get all that information. you want to talk to these guys and and try to figure out listen the the Caleb Williams stuff that I mock all the time. maybe that comes across Uh-oh. in these interviews, right you know this is not a team guy. this is not a guy I want to build my franchise around, or and maybe that that south around. teams maybe or the other like, way around. you realize it was all about this kid? right it it's all pretty, a bunch of media yeah. crap you know um so yep. i I think that's what you're doing. I don't think you're worried about, oh geez, I didn't know he could make that twenty yard out. I needed to see. You, you have plenty of film on these guys. They've thrown, yeah. you know, hundreds of passes at the it's college right? level. They oh, know yeah. they know what the guy th- and I think Wolf actually used that phrase today too. It's like talked he talked about body language at that position. And he's like in terms of talent, skills, like these guys that are in these this situation, they're all
0: skilled. I I I will say though yeah. that uh somebody resurfaced uh Christian McCaffrey's workout at the combine. I mean he well, was perfect. I mean, there you talk about guys, perfection. Still perfect. Did you ever see like when person. you watch like you know like Usain
9: Bolt, right? Yeah. You, you you just see guys that are so athletic. When they run, they don't move. It like defies right. physics. That's right. Christian that, McCaffrey. Yeah. That's McCaffrey. Yeah. yeah. He's like just perfect. Yeah. Like perfect form. But it was just everything. Snatching in the ball, making football. his
0: cuts, the head movement. Like he was perfect. Like, yeah.
9: some guys are running, and it's, like, all asses and elbows. And right. everything's, like, you know, yeah. everything's going everywhere. And they get where they need to go. It's a, But then there's, like, this fluidness to uh, yeah. certain athletes, and McCaffrey's one of them, Yeah, that, like, the whole yeah. upper body doesn't move when they run. It's, one like, more question. amazing.
1: Yep. One more question. Would you trade Judon for a second round if uh, somebody like, let's say, uh, Arizona or maybe even – Minnesota, or let's say Baltimore won him back.
6: And yeah, you get a, another two.
9: Yeah, I mean, I'd be more willing to do it if it was like Arizona or Minnesota than I would Baltimore. But yeah, I'd, if someone wanted to give a second round pick, I mean, I, I, I think Judon's been terrific um, as a Patriot I his, would too. his three years, but chances are he's going to be looking for more money now yeah. after the whole thing last year. It's like the Gilmore thing from a few years ago. You know, you paid a little on the future to to satisfy him in the present. He's going to be looking to get that back. He's probably not going to be part of your next really good team. I I think he's a a candidate. Thanks, Eldred. Um, Oh, and I I wanted to, I had a bone to pick with Eldred. Driving back from the Carolinas. Yeah. Him and his ilk all over the road, Freddie, dominating the road, those 18 (laughs) wheels. Oh, is
0: that right? They're
9: in and out of the left lane. Ah. Cutting back and forth. Can't do that. Yeah. That's bad driving. Yeah, it cost me to get a speeding ticket on the no oh, way home. Oh, you got a speed <laughs> What state? Virginia. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Yeah. How much? How much? I don't know yet. <laughs> Didn't check. How
5: what was your MPH?
9: Uh he wrote me down for eighty five and a seventy. Oh. Oh. I wasn't going that fast. No? But That's I mean I'm lame. not gonna gu- I'm not gonna argue. I mean, on like 95? I'm on the s- I'm on the side of ninety five. In Virginia, that's insane. Yeah. With because my family, I was like, drive- "Yes, sir." I had I, I went all ten and two, Freddie. Yeah. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Yeah.
5: <laughs> people fly down ninety-five, like eighty standard. Yeah. Like that's well, the the speed, the speed
9: limit was seventy, which I always sort of like. You could push it to eighty, and yeah. yeah, that's generally where I sit. I don't yeah. ever really go higher than ten that. Ten over the cruise Now I'm not going to tell you that I'm not going to tell you that I've never like gone around somebody who is going a little bit slower. And at the time I go around, I'm I'm up to to 85 or whatever just to get around. And I think that might have been what happened. Of course, he was hiding in the woods. Um, And he was nice enough, but I couldn't say anything because I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah. But there's no way I was going 85. And guys were just flying by me. Yeah.
0: Because huh. I was in the right, he, just he, just saw saw that, that. he saw that Massachusetts plate.
9: Yeah. Absolutely, That's I got myself one. Yep. Absolutely, we were targeted. And,
0: and I was—it was a
9: two-lane. It was two lanes at the time, and I was in the right lane.
5: Yeah. Gosh, are you going to drive down to, to Virginia you, you to appeal? Just, that? And he knows
9: that. You, you, like you, I, I, I want to look at him. your Virginia task. I haven't gone. Like he, he explained. Like I, this is the date, and if I want to appear, and I go online to find out, and I, if I can fight it, you can maybe do. Zoom If I can fight it over Zoom, I will. Uh, obviously, I'm not going to Virginia to fight it. Yeah, but
0: I got one in Maryland about five, six years ago.
9: Is it still on your insurance?
0: No, no, it was longer than that. I was, I okay. was down one of Connor's tournaments
9: because I was like the speeding ticket. No matter what, is on your insurance, right? Like it's yeah. not like it doesn't well, have to be. It tagged. depends
0: on the. It depends on the um, insurance company. Like sometimes they have that one, one forgiveness, one strike. Because I
9: haven't gotten a speeding ticket, and he actually he came back. He goes, you have a spotless driving record. But I'm still, and I was like, I thought, because I thought for a second, yeah, slack. Oh, yeah, I,
5: you know, come on, trying to get that quota,
0: yeah. You're endangering your family. See, I thought if it was like
9: <laughs> driving to endanger, I knew that was automatic for right. me. But he didn't cite me going fast enough for that. He said, uh, yeah, that's like when you get into also, like 90. I also wanted him to show me the reading. Ethan's
0: in Western he Kentucky. What's up, Ethan? I didn't say that though. Hey guys, what's up? So
10: um, we hear like what everybody else wants to do in the draft, and really. I look at it two ways. You can either be aggressive, you could try to force the quarterback at the three spot, and then target guys like Tyron Smith or maybe take a chance on Beckham for your tackle position, Calvin Ridley, all that. You know, just try to hit home runs and free agency in the draft. Or you can kind of take the less aggressive approach, trade down to 8 or 11, maybe get your receiver for
0: next year, you know,
10: all that. But I just kind of wanted to hear what y'all thoughts were on it. Uh, if yeah. If you guys were in Elliot Wolf's position.
0: Yeah, there's no way you force anybody at three. I don't care, quarterback or – there's no reason to do that. Um, so, like I said
10: – Well, I mean, that's probably what's going to have to. Right. I feel and, like Kraft has a lot of pressure and so do the fans and everybody that we want to win next year. We no, don't want to no, go – No, 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 no. There's no pressure eight,
9: to win next year. None. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there there isn't. I mean, this is a brand-new regime.
5: Brand-new coach.
9: Everything. Yeah. I mean, there's well, no th- pressure to well, win next Well, I think
0: there year. might be pressure is to create some excitement and some hope. You know, do things right. that show the fans that you know what you're doing. I think the that pressure you have is a to just not be a joke anymore. Yeah, like LA like, like Wolf
5: today said, get us back to respectability. Yeah, yeah. But
0: I don't think that's going okay, to— Okay, so with
10: uh, that being said, you're not going to force the quarterback unless maybe you May's your guy and he falls or maybe Jaden Daniels is your guy or whatever. So if you don't get your guy, say our guy's May, and he gets taken second overall, do you try to trade down to acquire more assets, or well, are you going to take Marvin Harrison? No, here? then
0: you, then you, I think – I would trade down. Yeah, I think you trade down. But, you know, here's the thing. Um, I like F all three Ethan, guys, though. You know, so. when you say, you know, May's your guy and he went at second, we will never. If that happens, we will never know well, that yeah. May was their guy. Well, I don't know about that. They won't tell us. And <laughs> they're
5: pretty transparent based, now. Based on knows? this, they
0: might put it on a Twitter, on a Twitter account. Well, I don't know. They'll we'll have a happy hour to announce then, it. Then that, then that's their first failure. Yeah. If if May was your guy and he went one slot above you, you know. Yeah, uh, and I mean, you won't find out immediately, but there. you might find out. You, you might find out, but especially so. if May ends up being. Have you guys
9: been watching The Dynasty?
0: Of course we have. We have a podcast that wraps uh, up uh yeah, 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 e- each yeah, episode. Yeah, so yeah,
10: I'm been disappointed with it and I kinda of feel like that's the consensus. I didn't know what y'all thoughts were and I'll take it off there. Appreciate you guys. Okay, thanks.
0: Yeah, um that's you know, definitely
9: the consensus. Definitely. I agree with you on that. There's
0: been a lot of you know, and I you know, I guess that's good. Like they're talking about it. Um so if you're Matt Hamachuk or Jeff Benedict who were involved, um, that's what you want. You want people talking about it. Um but, yeah, a lot of the Patriots fans are, you know, pointing out things that they don't like or yeah. wish there was more of or less of right. or whatever. Um, I, You know, I guess that's understandable. I think it's enjoyable. Like, my wife's watching it, and, you know, she knows all this stuff. She's lived through it. But she's finding it really enjoyable. So, yeah. you know.
5: It's enjoyable, but also the fan in me is like, why are – why are we skipping over this? Why right. are we Like, why right. didn't you talk about this? Like, why did
0: they choose to do this instead of that? You know, yeah. there's all that. I've and been, the soundtrack, yeah.
5: the the composition,
0: the soundtrack.
5: It's not a soundtrack, but no, the, no, no, the music I'm, they composed to go yeah. along with yeah. it. Not doing it.
0: For not me. crazy. Huh? Like there was like you don't like the Black snow Betty? game, yeah.
5: the the Vinatieri snow kick. It was like Christmas music yes. like in the background. Well, yeah, like, they were, were looking doing? for that, you know, snow's falling. Yeah, and, but it yeah. also sounded like I'm walking through, like, Macy's during Christmas But, but I, <laughs> I don't but know. I, I,
0: think, I think what they were going for there is to have a magical feeling. Oh, like that, I felt this was, like I was on the this Polar This was a magical game. It. The fact that it snowed at all, you know, sure. and yeah. that was perfect. And then the kick, you know, it was magic. That's. I think yeah. that's what they were going through. There have for.
9: been things that I like. The first two, I, I've so far, and I've seen seven episodes now. The first two were by far the two that I liked the most. I feel like mm-hmm. they're kind of going down yeah, as too. they continue. um. But I, I also, like, one of the main things, like, they keep people keep complaining. I can't mm-hmm. believe they didn't talk about 03 and 04, the Super Bowls. Like, this is not, like, that's America's game. Right. America's game will give you all the highlights and details of those magical seasons, you know, chapter and verse. Yeah. They're looking at the behind-the-scenes stuff and what was going on when those things were happening. Where I took exception to is I don't understand how 03 got a short shift because I think that was perfect for that. Yeah, the they Loy made and a Malloy. Yeah, they yeah. made a very controversial decision at the top of that with lawyer Malloy. And never even touched on it. Yeah. yeah. And then.
5: And it took them three episodes just to even get to the first Super Bowl, really, to begin with. Yeah. So it's like, I feel like there was a way to get All right. Yeah.
0: Um, we got to take a break. Uh, Bridgestone is the official tire of the New England Patriots and proud partner with Sullivan Tire, New England's headquarters for quality Bridgestone tires. Visit sullivantire.com to find a location near you. Okay. So we're going to take a break. Paul's food's here, but we're going to be playing the Elliot Wolf uh, interview during the break. So after that, we'll be back.
2: Isn't it time to get exactly what you want? Welcome to Red Hot Deal Days from Verizon, where you get your pick of our best deals. Like My Plan, where you can pick the perks you want and save on every one. For limited time, bring your own phones to a Verizon store and you can get My Plan for our best price ever. Get exactly what you want in your phone plan and only pay for what you need. Bring your phones to your Verizon store today and get My Plan. These deals won't last. It's your Verizon. As I think back over the past few seasons, I wanted to thank my most trusted game day teammate, Tostitos. As I recall the last minute grocery runs and late night dishwashing, the salty defeats and spicy victories, I realize it was all thanks to my teammate, Tostitos. It was always you, Tostitos. Team up with Tostitos. The official chip and dip of the New England Patriots. All right, Mike Dussault, Evan
3: Lazar, we're here from the Combine. Excited to be joined by Elliot Wolf here. Elliot, thanks for sitting down with us here yeah, today. Thanks for taking the time. Uh, the Combine, what's it like to be here in India? I'm sure you've been coming here for many, many years. It's just a convention. All the teams are here. It's, it's where a lot of work gets done. What, what, what's your experience been like in the
7: past year at the Combine? Yeah, so this is actually my 30th Combine. I started coming here in 1993 when I was 10 years old with my dad. <laughs> Obviously, fortunate enough to have the opportunity to do that at a young age. The Combine is an unbelievable source of information for us. Um, not only the timing and testing, but the medicals, the interviews, the interactions with people from other teams and agents and things like that. It continues to just be a, a force of information for us as we move forward into our strategic portion of the spring.
4: 30 years, 30th combine. That's a lot. I, just, I, I wanted to start with, with the draft, and then we'll get into maybe some free agency too. But uh, with this new coaching staff and with AVP now in place, how much is your process now about scheme fit versus just getting the best players available, just thinking about you know, working with him and, and how you get the guys that work in his offense?
7: Well, the, the key is working backwards. So first we identify who the really good players are in the draft and in free agency, and we work backwards in terms of, you know, do they fit what we want? Are they the type of person we want first and foremost? And then are they somebody that can fit in our scheme and, and do well? You know, I, I have the uh, fortune to work with Alex before, and I know what he looks for in players, and so I have a, a little bit of an advantage even though he's technically new. Um, but we continue to work with Gerard and determine the perfect profile of the Patriots players that we want
3: little bit along those lines so I mean everybody wants to get right into the mock drafts you know we got all these mock drafts coming right. out we haven't even had free agency yet so just from your perspective how do you approach looking at a free agency class you've obviously got needs that change every year but how do you kind of attack that process where, yeah, you're looking at these draft guys, but when we get to April, something that's a need right now might not be a need if you address it in free agency.
7: Yeah, I, th- I think it's sort of addressing, you know, free agency is a, is a year-long process. The players that are in, available in free agency are players that we've been evaluating, obviously, for at least, you know, three or four years. So we have a, a distinct advantage in terms of understanding the strengths and weaknesses of that class, and then you sort of marry it up with the draft class. Uh, also, our current free agents, and, and we're, you know, believe me, we're working hard to sign some of our own guys so i think it's it's important to understand how it all marries up together and and really an important meeting that we've had so far is getting on the same page with the coaching staff and determining all right like here's where we are with our needs like like here's what we need on defense here's what we need on offense and just making sure we're all on the same page and, and having that open communi- open and honest communication about that
4: you mentioned your father earlier pro football hall of famer ron wolf packers <clears throat> notoriously have been a team that have been methodical draft and develop things like that is that your style like how do you look at that and weigh what you obviously have learned for your whole life versus you know 75 million in cap yeah, space right. i think this offseason
7: yeah that's a good question i think uh i i think not i think like at, at the core it's draft and develop but yeah. there's different ways throughout the year to supplement your team whether that's free agency trades waiver claims i think you're doing yourself a disservice if you, if you just say oh we're not going to do free agency this year um you know there there'll be as we ascend in this program there'll be times where it maybe maybe doesn't make sense to sign as many high price free agents uh but like you said we have we have the resources and we have a lot of uh of improvement that's needed within the roster
3: just along the draft board i mean every year there's a you know a certain position group that might have a ton of guys maybe tackle this year there's a lot of tackles that you know seem to fit the bill a variety of different ways how do you approach that when you have a position group that's maybe really got a lot of talent versus, all right, there might be only another group that doesn't have quite as many? How do you kind of manage that? Are you dance? talking
7: free agency or draft? Draft, or, in the, yeah, draft, in the so draft,
3: specifically here today. I mean, we're going to see the tackles on Saturday. I know yeah. they're you know, just one group to throw out yeah, I mean, I I, It's obviously a need. But. I
7: think that sort of branches off your previous question about, like, you know, marrying it all up. Like, yeah. who, who do we feel confident in? Who, who solves the problem or who's just kind of a name that, you know, we're hoping can solve a problem because hope's not really a strategy. So yeah. We can uh, we can try to try to marry it up together and determine what's best for the team. I got to ask you about quarterbacks, obviously.
4: And my takeaway from watching these quarterbacks is that they all have their own unique style. Everybody plays a little bit differently. How how do you view this class in general, and just how do you go about? Okay, this guy's a runner. That guy's more of that pocket passer, and where you guys want to take this offense?
7: Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a good year for quarterbacks. Um, I also think it. it you have to do the same each year your your approach and process is the same Um, every player has strengths and weaknesses and we have to determine you know what we can live with and what we can't Um, one one trait that I'm really excited about uh, all these quarterbacks have at at least at the top of the draft is they're all really tough guys so you know that's a that's a great place to start at any position but particularly quarterback as the defensive linemen get faster and stronger and these guys get hit more often and you know durability is really important so
4: yeah. guy like Jaden Daniels, though, maybe a little bit too uh, wily Coyote sometimes. That's I'm just saying that. You don't have to say that. <laughs> <laughs>
3: we'll just let that one hang. Uh, just regards to the process here, where we're going to get to hear from the guys at the podium. You guys will get to talk to them behind the scenes. We'll see plenty of testing numbers. Somebody will probably run a 4-2 something, and everyone will be talking about them. Just for you and your perspective, what's the most useful part of this weekend in terms of stacking that draft board and figuring out what's going to fit you guys best?
7: Uh, probably not a, a real sexy answer, but I would say the medical information. Yeah. Um, just being able to to get medical information and history on all these guys is really important because it, it helps us determine, you know, who's a risk, who's not a risk, and, you know, who we can live with and who we can't, so. A couple more.
4: Franchise tag. I'm just curious, you know, you got a couple guys, Kyle Duggar, Mike Onwenu, two really good players last couple of years. Is that something that you would... Not like to use like I I feel like it's a it's a big cap number to be holding for a one year uh, on your team So how do you view the franchise tag as just a mechanism not necessarily about those
6: specific?
7: Yeah, I would say I would say it's an option and we'll keep all options open. Um, We're gonna try and do what's best for the team Uh, sometimes, you know that That may hurt some feelings or or maybe something where, you know, nobody wants us to use it But I think I think everything is on the table and open at this point point. Um, And just in regards to those guys specifically, I mean, we'd love to keep those guys Those guys are part of our core and we're excited to continue to work with them to to try to make that happen
3: Just one more for me. You said you've been coming here for 30 years You're about to take the podium as you know representing the Patriots Just you know What does that mean for you to be able to stand up there and and represent the team and and take a bunch of questions from us? (laughs) Yeah, thank thank you for asking that no,
7: it's it's a tremendous opportunity I want to thank Robert and Jonathan Kraft for for, you know Allowing me this opportunity and to work together with Gerard has, has been really exciting so far and uh, it's almost surreal. Um, it almost feels like because, uh, I guess, historically, the Patriots haven't had somebody at the podium. Uh, people are more excited about that than me specifically, which <laughs> in some ways takes the pressure off. But, no, it's it, I'm, I'm excited for it, and I'm, I'm ready for this opportunity. And, you know, Gerard and I are going to, and, and Matt Groh as well, are going to work together to try to keep this thing rolling. Yeah. You one more Third right? overall pick. I'll end it there. <laughs> Obviously, <are> <laughs> I'm
4: not going to ask you the, who, who you're taking. But how far along would you say in the process you are now to – determining who you know the couple guys are that you guys might target with that pick
7: yeah i mean obviously the the game film is an important piece of that um but we haven't even met or i personally haven't met any of these guys yet so neither has Gerard. so we'll we'll continue to work through the process and i would say we're we're on the on the fringes of being able to determine that and the answer is the best available player
4: yeah (laughs) because with quarterbacks specifically too it seems like this part of the process matters a lot right because of the mental, the leadership, all that kind of stuff. Exactly, exactly,
7: yeah. and, and that's again at quarterback, it it does matter, but it matters at every position as well. Yeah. So, awesome. all right,
3: Ellie Wolf, thank you so much for sitting down with us. You you said you get to represent the team at the podium. We have never had someone sit down with <laughs> us, so thank you for taking the time. We really appreciate thank it. You. Yeah, and of course.
2: Yeah, thanks for week. having me. Thanks for having me when someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes oh no replacements were shipped with fedex and with picture proof of delivery everyone could focus on the perfect opening night fedex where now meets next for residential delivery only
1: and now great moments in history
4: you never get into what is that hideous shirt you're wearing it's a kermit the frog color it's a, is that chartreuse? It's a polo. No. It's a green polo. That's not green. It is green. <laughs> and it's got mustard all over the front of it's it. A, it's all—it's like almost like the color of my Granny Smith apple. But that's not green. That's lime. That is green. That's chartreuse. That's good point. <laughs> Ugly shirt distracts people from his face. Bro, bro,
2: bro. Wow. He's just—he's just, he's just, wow. wow. He's just so mean.
0: Uh, I can't believe you ruined that. Hey, wow. Shirt what already. is that bag that you're wearing? That's another great moment from. Make me <laughs> One of the rare times they had to defend Eric. I know. That was kind yeah. of strange. Andy. The truth is never mean. But how it's presented can be mean. <laughs> right. Well, plus yeah. that doesn't necessarily mean it's the truth. Right. Because you think it's the truth. Right. <laughs> uh, you know what? The show's brought to you by the Massachusetts Office of Travel and Tourism. Great memories are made in Massachusetts no matter how you choose to make them. Indoors or outdoors. Scenic views or city vibes. solo or family style. Whatever moves you. Whatever the season. Plan your perfect Massachusetts getaway at com. So there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What were we talking about during the break?
9: Well, I was oh, asking about schools. Uh, yes, I was asking about point. some schools. I uh I hit I think 7 schools. Yeah.
0: Down there. And the school tour. It was cool. Yeah. Where else did you go? I, I didn't go that crazy because my kid couldn't get into, into any of them anyway. Yeah,
9: so. <laughs> T- TJ will have some options. I don't think he'll have you know unlimited options. He's not that level of student, but he'll have some options. We went to uh, the College of Charleston, the Citadel, South Carolina, North Carolina, North Carolina State, Elon,
0: High Point, Coastal Carolina. So on the way there, Paul got a speeding ticket. We have no, on a pe- the way on the way back. A couple people have some. Advice for Paul. Oh, oh this is. Yes, I uh, brought it up for a reason. I didn't think you guys would let know me down. Uh, Mark says I suggest you fight the Virginia ticket, as anything over eighty is a misdemeanor in Virginia. There are lawyers that specialize that in that area that won't cost that much, and it's so worth it for them to plead it down for you. I drive back and forth from North Carolina to New York, so I'm very familiar. Thanks for all you do. I'm an avid listener. Of the team's so he says anything over eighty is a misdemeanor. So you should you should. Uh, and then uh, Ned in North Carolina says, sorry about your speed trap experience in Virginia. Speeding tickets are a little different in the South. You can choose to just pay the fine and be done with it. Yes. or You can pay a lawyer to negotiate the ticket down to an equipment violation. You'll spend about the same on the lawyer who will go to court for you and negotiate with the D.A. You'll have to pay a thirty dollar equipment violation fee and one hundred and twenty five dollar court cost. The cost will be a wash for you, but a lawyer gets most of the money and you don't deal with the points. You'll probably start receiving solicitations from Virginia lawyers soon.
6: Mm. Okay.
5: Maybe someone will take it on pro bono for the publicity for you.
0: Do you know who I am? Wow. So if there's anyone from Virginia who is a lawyer or has a lawyer in the family. And you're telling me I don't have to appear, right? You don't have that's to out of the They qu- do I'm it not for going you. down there. Yeah. So for a couple hundred bucks... You can get it and not have the points on your on your bill.
5: Probably save in the long run. I I insurance. thought I
0: thought oh, it wasn't a speeding ticket, but I I was going like ten miles an hour around a curb and mm-hmm. my tire hit the curb and it was like an old curb that was all messed up and blew out my tire, like destroyed my door like ten miles an hour, so I filed a claim because it was a lot of damage and uh, my insurance company jacked my costs up, you know, so I I. I challenged it and had my hearing online and I won. And they took all the my, they reduced my Did premium. Did you change companies after that? No, I didn't. I didn't. But they reduced my premium. I didn't get the points. So sometimes you got to fight. Yeah. You know? So just think about it, Paulie Paul.
9: I will I am thinking about it cuz the guy was very quick to like yeah, you know, you going into – fat just you know, I I got it down to 85. You know, I was like just uh, it was a lot of vagaries. Yeah. When he when he did it. And then he came back and he's like uh oh, you have a spotless
0: driving record. I'm like, "Well, yeah." Cuz well, maybe was not doing? Maybe maybe that was a clue to you to keep it spotless by challenging it. You know, I don't know like sometimes these guys I would like to challenge it, but I just don't know how, like I have to I
9: I have to look at it. It's still in bets Glove compartment. I have to take it out. <laughs> okay, lawyers alert.
0: Paul needs help in Virginia.
9: So, and you know, you have to understand who you're dealing with too. If you are willing to provide any help, you realize that means you do it all, all for me. Because right. I am incompetent. Everybody knows this, right? And you're not going to. Virginia. All I know how to do is yeah. this. I have no other skills. Well, in life. you know.
0: TV remote, you're the king of that. Yeah,
9: even that. Like everything's streaming now, Fred. It's taking away all my superpowers. You talk right into it. Yeah, you my just superpowers speak, you put are the gone when you when you're streaming. Yeah. You can't change games. channels. Yeah, you're
0: entering that third party. Oh, here's a good third party. So, up. I went to this resort in Not a Mexico, big deal. all-inclusive thing, adults only. You know, first day, go to the restaurant, we got in like in late afternoon, had something to eat, go back to the room, turn the TV on. The first thing we got hit on, hit with was three channels of porn. Oh, and I mean nice. hardcore really? porn. Yeah. <laughs> like this guy was just going at it with this in in are like. Whoa. So you really were lying on the beach yeah. drilling for oil. So, oh. So let's change the channel. Another one.
5: But imagine for- if you're staying well, I guess it's, it's no all kids. adults. Yeah, three you're channels right, still- in a row
0: of like the hardest of hardcore porn. So we had it. We called the hotel. We had it blocked. Oh,
5: my God. What if you're doing, like, a family vacation with, like, your grandparents, though? Right. And you set up grandma in this room, and, oh, grandma, right. let's watch I've never your, heard, let's heard watch of such so a thing. That's yeah. A,
0: that's amazing. I don't know if that's a Mexico thing or not, but it was, like, whoa. Oh, my like God. Like, in <laughs> your face. And you're trying
5: to get away, and you yeah, can't. Mama.
0: And then the next <laughs> channel. And then the next channel.
5: Yeah. Just different genres.
0: <laughs> you stop fumbling. Yeah. <laughs> right.
5: Oh, God.
0: Yeah, so that was... that Jump was, scare. That was interesting. <laughs> Um, let's get back to the phones. <laughs> so you guys stay in that Never night.
9: Never know what
5: uh. you're going to get on this show. Um, Parking tickets. Christian, porn. did Jake
9: did Jake Steele stay in that night? Oh no, no.
5: <laughs> I, I I I'm not
0: like I'm not into porn. I, I I'm really not into it It's, be honest with it's me. like watching animals. It's ruining to me. society. You know, it's like
5: it's ruining our men.
0: I I I you like think? I yes. like to do it, but. <laughs> I don't need. I don't need to watch anyone else doing it. You know, um, like that doesn't I don't know. Turn Maybe me like on. Jake Steele or something <laughs> like. That. that doesn't turn me on. You know, uh, like that's probably a good thing. All that genitalia is like, uh you know. Jesus,
2: Freddie. <laughs> Julian's on day two back here.
0: <laughs> hey, welcome. How you doing?
5: Oh my god, this. Yeah, we're <laughs> we're onboarding. Yeah,
0: we're onboarding it's, a new employee. It's, it's Jules. 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 Caller, right? Jules. Jules. Um, so it's I, I hope I didn't offend you, Jules. Yeah, okay.
9: It's <laughs> always better to ask after you do the offending. Yeah. I'll get
0: a call from HR. Right. After You're this. not offended,
9: are you? No, I didn't think so. She okay. has
5: like her one-week new hire meeting. How's it been going? Well,
9: Well, the porn talk was off-putting. Yeah. But trouble. <laughs> other-
0: otherwise. Uh, Matthew's in New Mexico. What's up, Matthew?
10: Hey, how's it going, everybody? All right. Well, um, so before we get
0: to the draft, uh, I was free agency. I'm we're having guys trouble have hearing any you. signing that you want? Are oh, you can hear me? No, yeah, I I can hear you. I can't. What what's going on here? Okay.
10: Um, my uh, my home run would be maybe Legarius Need. I think that'd be good to pair him up with Christian Gonzalez. But there's Brian Burns, Josh Allen, and uh, my other question is for the draft. Like we know the three quarterbacks, but especially Paul. Like Paul, who is your QB four? Is QB Michael four minus Penix.
9: Pan? I think Penix too. Yeah. Now everybody else Why says McCarthy. Like yeah. Panics? Everybody else likes McCarthy. I gotta be honest with you. I'm not overly interested in four, five, six. Set like. I just think the further you go down, you just you you're that's sort of a lottery. To, you're rolling the dice. Yeah. You know, uh, chances are, those top three. Now it's not automatic. I gave you some. Some results in the past where the best quarterback isn't always taken, you know, uh, you know, at the top. But I just feel like these three guys. The chances are the best quarterback in this class will be one of those three guys. Yeah,
0: but people like like you said, Paul. People from Michigan are telling everyone, "I'm here." You're going to be surprised I'm, by JJ. I'm McCarthy. hearing a lot about yeah. JJ McCarthy. Yep. Yeah. All right, thanks, Matthew. Appreciate the call. Um, let's go to Christian in LA. What's up, Christian?
1: Hey, you guys, long time no, uh, no talk to. It turns out that my phone uh, was lost. Like I got a new one. And for some reason, the numbers all showed up without the name. And so I think I'm like a lot of people these days, where if you don't know the person's number by heart, you just don't know their number. You just know them by name. Yeah. And so I've been trying to call you guys, but I was reaching a number. That was constantly busy. And I just figured, okay, people are calling in. <laughs> I just found out today I had the wrong number for the last two months.
0: Oh, wow. No, no, cool no. story, Hansel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, anyway, to, <laughs> to football. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, you guys were talking about Gerard Mayo being selected as the coach of the team. And the one consistent thing that came up was, what is his vision? And I don't know that, that you guys really um, took him to task that I always thought at least my belief that the first thing that an owner or organization would ask a potential coach when he sat down with them is what is your vision for this team's offense what is your vision for this team's defense what is your vision for the team's culture the fact that he had no no immediate answers to that when you guys said and I do believe that he had been uh, selected or groomed to be the next coach for about a year year and a half prior to that. It seems like something's missing from that story. If you have a year and a half, but you know you're going to be the coach of this team that's ailing or struggling, whatever, when you sit down for that first meeting, wouldn't you expect that guy, if he's going to be successful, to at least have a vision of what he believes that the offense or defense should look like? Not, well, we'll see what kind of talent we get, and then we'll make a decision. That's the first point. I would love to hear that from you guys talk about that. Secondly, my draft solution is, take Harrison at number three, see if we can. I know you guys have put Putin in a little bit, but see if we can pick up field and then with our second pick, grab, a, grab the best tackle you can and then, you know, go from there.
0: Okay. Alright, thanks. Did you hear what, um, I don't, I don't know where I heard this, or Chicago's asking for fields? Like they're looking for three first-round picks? I did not hear that. No. But I've been Like away. this year and in future years? I did not hear that. I, that's that can't be right. That's crazy, right? I don't think anybody would give them one first round. Pick. Right. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, anyone. If, if you heard the same report, like Chicago. Sure, this isn't the Justin Jefferson trade. That they're looking for three
9: round picks. No, that the, the team, like the Patriots, would be.
0: No, I, I heard. From what I heard, the Patriots are asking for three first round picks to get to three. Right. Right. That's different. Okay. That's yeah. that's why yeah.
9: I, the three first round picks, yeah. even though. I hate when people characterize it. It's not three first round picks, it's two. Right. Because you're you're switching spots. That's not acquiring a first round pick. Yeah. You already have a first round pick. You're giving it to the other team for for their pick. Right. And then you're getting two. So I I just think that some of the the compensation packages I've seen for that proposed trade with Justin Jefferson, I mean, I don't know. I guess there must be some validity to it somewhere, but I think it's insane if Minnesota does that. To move up eight spots and give up two first round picks, a second round pick, and Justin Jefferson? Yeah, like that's insane.
0: Yeah, that is. Like, insane. what are you
9: going to get in the draft that's better than
0: Justin Jefferson? Yeah, there's no way. Why would you do that unless he has told them he no, no, wants no. out? I'm not
9: that. telling you they are insane for trying to trade him.
0: Yeah, no, but to give up that much. But
9: why yeah. would you give? Like, I no think way. When, if you're going to give up Justin Jefferson, that should lower the pack the the price it is right. to move up eight spots. He's like, a first round pick like, in, like the in niners, of itself. Yeah. Well, he's more than a first round pick in and of itself. He's a he's a dominant, zero round pick. He's a dominant player. He's a
0: He's a plus one. How many first-round first round picks were better you, than him last year? What's better than a first-round
5: pick? Well, I'm looking at a, a report now that says the Vikings' number one goal this offseason by far is to get a long-term deal done with Justin yeah. Jefferson. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that's what they want to do.
9: With. And I know that Jefferson has said something to them about wanting to know more information what their plan is at quarterback. You know, are they going to re-sign Cousins? Mm-hmm. Are they going to try to draft somebody like before he? Yeah, before he signs? I would think that's what they want to do, but – Like, I think San Francisco went from 12 to 3 in the Trey Lance thing. And they gave up a couple of firsts, a couple of seconds. But they didn't give up an all-pro player.
6: Yeah.
9: Like, I think people are just saying, well, that's what it cost the Niners to go up nine spots for a quarterback. But I don't think it's the same.
0: No. No. Justin Jefferson is...
9: Like, how many first-round picks in the last five five years have been better than that? I mean, I'm not telling you that he's the best. Right. But how many first-round picks... So that's 32... You know, you we're talking about 150 players. Yeah. How yeah. many were better than him that were taken in the f- in the right. last five That'd years?
0: Just agree. Right. Agreed. Um, let's see. Donovan writes in. He says, "Today I woke up innocent and wide-eyed, with <laughs> no knowledge of Fred's sexual preferences. <laughs> Tomorrow I wake up a changed man." Uh, football. Andy Hart and his podcast crew, Catholic and others, are leaning on May and McCarthy. Would you guys take JJ if May goes one or two, or would you rather trade down? To seven or ten at that point, I think you could trade down and get McCarthy. I
9: don't want to trade down and get the quarterback. Um, if I want, if I like the quarterback, I'll take him. But I need to do more work on, Maca- on McCarthy. I haven't really haven't really done any work on any of these guys, but I'm less familiar with him because he doesn't throw the ball. Yeah, you know? the other guys, you know, you see them. The, the offense is centered around them, and you get to see them throwing and being the you know the focal point of everything. And McCarthy's not that.
5: You can't just settle to to. If your guy's not there, you can't just settle for the next. Yeah, and there's bad if you're not sold, because if you don't get that right, totally you put regret. yourself back at least four years. So
9: there's a bad history. So what
0: coach would know J.J. McC- McCarthy better than any other coach in the NFL? Jim Harbaugh. Right. Harbaugh. So if he's that good, take him and trade Herbert for a boatload well, and build your team forever. But that's dumb. Why? Because
9: why does he have to be better than Herbert.
0: I'm not getting rid of Herbert unless he is.
9: No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, so Harbaugh not doing that isn't, it, isn't it like a slam on no, the No, I'm not
0: saying it is. I'm saying if – like, Herbert's but if, <laughs> really good. No, I, but I'm saying if he's that good, Harbaugh would know it, and he'd be the one Trade to – Trade Herbert to the Patriots. I'm in. Oh, I'm, I'm for that. I'm for that. What would you give up? I Give him the first round. Give him the talent. first easy. You know, start there. You, yeah. you need more because yeah. he's a proven first-round talent. You know. Yeah, I agree. Um,
9: the, the history of trading down and taking a quarterback is not good. Yeah. You've looked it up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, actually, I saw our boy uh, Alex Barth had a tweet about it, but I did look it up for that sheet that I always pull out. <laughs> um, you know, guys like E.J. Manuel. Yeah. You know, those are the kinds of guys you trade down. Yeah. Oh, we can get him. Yeah, yeah there's almost, a reason why you can Yeah get them, that's why right? like if you want a guy if you like McCarthy and you want to take him at 8 take him at 3 what's the difference
0: Yeah Uh Adams in California what's up at Oh he's ah. gone hold over from the hardy days Uh Ben's in Connecticut what's up Ben 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 Fred Fred oh. working his magic on the phone lines <laughs> yeah Ben's gone Uh uh-oh we got T from Virginia what's up T Oh Team. Hey, guys. What's up? Hello? Yeah. yeah. Hey, um. so I, w- I was thinking, my, my question is
8: pertaining to the draft. A, uh, Number three overall pick, I'd be fine with any of the quarterbacks, but i really love to see Marvin Harrison Jr. with us. My question, I'm biased because I'm a Florida State fan, but what do you think about maybe third or fourth round picking up a guy like Jordan Travis?
9: Yeah, I mean, I, I like Travis, but you have not solved your quarterback problem.
0: Well, like you ch- might, you might. No,
9: the chances of that are very very slim. Why? Because there's a very slim chance that a fourth round pick is going to be your quarterback. He's solution. a fourth
0: round pick because he got hurt, right?
9: No. No. He's
0: small. Okay, I thought he was really good. He is. Yeah. In college. Yeah. I like him. Okay. But he's gotcha. you know
9: I don't know how high he would have been drafted, but he would not be one of these guys that you're talking about in the top 3. No. No. He but wouldn't. He could be a first round I don't. Late I mean, I'll, I'll defer to people that know this stuff. I don't look at him that way. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that he was a first-round pick, but maybe he would. Maybe he would have been.
0: Yeah. T, you know any <laughs> good lawyers in Virginia? Yeah. So I was <laughs> when I heard there was a Virginia caller, I thought <laughs> I, I was going to be. Uh, I do not. I know him. the laws here are pretty strict. though. Yeah. Oh well, well. All right, Paul. Paul, is looking down the the barrel of the law in Virginia. <laughs> I don't, really He's even up against it.
9: I don't really even mind paying whatever the fine is. I just, it's the insurance
0: that I'm... Right. You know, it stinks. It. It's and plus, killer. it's a misdemeanor. I don't care about that. Do something else in Virginia. You could end up in the pokey. I, 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 like, honestly, <laughs> I don't really... <laughs> Paul gets arrested. <laughs> You're you know, his phone where's call. Where's that loser palooza? What state is it that? It used to be in, in Virginia. It's Would you anymore.
5: call into the show from jail?
0: <laughs> Your one call?
5: I would just because I'm a company girl for the ratings.
0: Yeah,
9: I don't know how that works for the ratings, but
0: no. Plus, I think in prison it's Pepsi, it's not Coke. Yeah, Yeah. well that's good. No, that's good for you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So you might like it. Be all right. Yeah. Uh, Mason's in Ohio. What's up, Mason? Mason.
1: Long time first time. How's it going? Good. Good. So obviously being in Columbus, I believe Scarlet and Gray, but I'm not going to ask about Marvin Harrison. Uh, I wanted to ask about Kate Dover. And wondering if you guys think it'd be a good idea to double up on young talent
0: for the tight end position. I I don't know so much about him. Yeah, but what are we doubling up on? Tight end, with who? Yeah. Hunter Henry. Hunter I guess. Henry and well, they don't have a- Hunter Henry. Kobe, you know? well, he's Hunter assuming, Henry's not on the team. He's assuming they're going to get him. I, I think yeah. that's
9: a wild assumption. Yeah. 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 I mean, they don't have any tight ends right now, so I think tight end is should be a strong consideration. You know day two, three, early day three uh in the draft, absolutely, and you know more about obviously the Ohio State guy than I do evan's not here he can't uh regale you with his his yeah. forty time and, and whatnot um but yeah, i think t- tight end is a major need they don't have any they don't have any under contract and I'm sorry if Hunter Henry resigns you still you, you really don't have tight ends right like you know at some point you need and that's no disrespect to the ability. Henry's been a good player, but you know my point is when this team is in contention again Hunter Henry won't be part of it. Yeah. Right. If you resign him. I'm like you, you need to find some young talent. Like Elliot Wolf said today.
0: Thanks Mason. My I got a bad connection here on my headphone. I mean my uh and yeah, the headphone. Like I move it and I can't hear. Oh yeah. It's breaking the, down here. We had to put a new the monitor. Button. We need new equipment, Matt. You know that? He's shaking his head, yes. He knows. Uh, You're going to give Picasso new equipment? He's he's looking forward to that. We need an equipment refresh. Right, guy? Um, Let's see. Craig and Charlotte says the underrated part of last week's show was when Alex, or maybe Tamara, tried to call her Germany trip to McDonald's like an anthropology experiment. That was me. I'll own that. Don't try to church it up. What what does that mean?
5: I don't understand don't try to church it up, but... I was talking about how the McDonald's is in different companies or different countries. They all offer different menu items. It's like an anthropology lesson. Really?
0: Because I went to McDonald's twice in Munich. Thank God for it. And it was the same Big Mac, French fries. There was Did you
9: get a McRib. In
5: Frankfurt, there was different menu items. Really? Mm-hmm. Matisse well, got something funky. Well, we were talking about how Tamara Matisse and I went to McDonald's just to see what was on the menu. And we happened to walk out. And of course, it's Devin McCourty walking us all. Or not Devin, I'm sorry, Jason, Jason. McCordy watches us all walk out of McDonald's and just ruthlessly shamed us for all the food we could have been eating. But we went to McDonald's. Well, I was like,
0: when I was in Munich. We were there for the whole week. And like, you know, you're in a hurry. Yeah. So like, it's like, thank God for McDonald's. I ate there twice.
5: It was good. It was good. It tasted like it used to taste when it, I was like yeah. little, and it was exciting to go there. <laughs> now it tastes like it's fake and chemicals.
0: Uh, but Craig has a question. There's reports that left tackle David Bakhtari yes. could be a cap casualty in Green Bay. Should the Patriots be interested if he shakes loose? He's 32.
9: Yeah, I'm not overly interested in that. Um, I, yeah, I mean, he's good good player, but 32. I'm not really interested in that. Okay. Personally, Uh,
0: I just got word from Matt Morell that um, Evan and Deuce are ready to go. So let's get them uh, potted up.
9: Obviously, they have nothing else to do. Right. Come on and talk to us. All right. Hey, look at them! Wow, we can see them.
0: I love the old school. Did um, you guys
9: buy that backdrop
0: when you were out there? Did you
3: buy that at the Sylvanir store or what? No, that's weak. (laughs) No, we brought it with us. Thank you, though. Okay. I think you bought it actually. I bought it. Oh. All right. So tell us what's happening. (laughs) So today's the first day. We heard from Ellie Wolf. Evan and I got to sit down with him. Um, Talked a bunch of questions. It was great. Um, You know, got a little background on him. Just, I mean, they said it was his 30th combine, um, which was pretty cool. Uh, You know, just, obviously, we saw him at the the, uh, podium, too. So you guys probably heard all that stuff that he said, a lot of what we talked to him. And then we also talked to him afterwards. So you got... Three doses of Elliot Wolf today it was, uh, you know, so it was pretty cool. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of information. I think the scouting stuff is, was most interesting to us. You mentioned um, Elliot is, this is his 30th combine. How old is he? 41. Correct. He was 10 at his
0: first uh, one. Okay. And
9: there was, and there's in was the, 10. And there's one missing yes. because of the, the uh, COVID.
0: Okay. So. Yep. yep. So, so he's been doing this for a long time. Um. We you know I listened to his press conference we listened to your interview a little bit although we were talking over it. Um I w- it was good to hear somebody <laughs> Fred was eating. You know taking the reins for this and you know at the end of the day he said somebody's going to make the decision and it's going to be me. What was your take biggest takeaways from his press conference?
4: Yeah, I thought that was probably the biggest takeaway just in terms of newsworthy items is that he's going to be the one turning in the card and making the final decision, uh, which is certainly something to that's very notable. I think to have him come out and say that and have the ability to say that is, is just a change, uh, you know, more transparency on that regard. And I would also say that the change to the grading system was something that stood out to both of us uh, as inter- just an interesting thing. You know, that grading system had been in place for years, really all, going all the way back to Cleveland. Uh, for Bill Belichick so uh, a completely different scouting uh, grading scale and how they're going to stack players on the board and things like that is intriguing based off of how the draft has gone for the last what five to ten years it's not a it's a welcome change I think
9: yep yeah I, I noted that too Evan I saw your uh your tweet about it and I jumped on it and I don't know enough about the specifics of the the process of of how they stack boards but I do think if it leads them to just sort of identify talent as opposed to solely worrying about fit, I think it's a a move in in the right direction.
3: Yeah, Paul, I'd say one more, one other thing that we've actually heard from Elliot a few times now is he really seems to like this quarterback class. I mean, he keeps kind of pumping it up. I heard you guys, you know, talking a little bit. And I mean, if you're there at three and you really like this quarterback class, why would you trade down? You know, stay where you are. These guys are going to go. I mean, he acknowledged, you know, most of the quarterbacks in the league as we've talked about ad nauseum on unfiltered, our first-round pick. So um, just at least acknowledging that, that he thinks this is a good class, and he said tough, Tough. Yeah, that was, that was a standout
4: trait to him about the quarterbacks, and I went back and read the quote directly, and it, it was the top of the quarterback class displays a lot of toughness. Huh. So I think that those guys, they're certainly, as you would expect, doing a ton of homework on those three guys, Caleb Williams, Drake May, and Jaden Daniels. And I think he really thought that all three of those guys, uh, a standout trait was just being able to stand in the pocket and deliver under pressure with guys in their face and take hits. And durability was another word that he used to describe it, uh, it being able to you know, stay on the field, I think is a big thing for him at that spot as well. So I thought that was very interesting uh, that that was ex- what he brought up and what he pointed to first.
0: JJ McCarthy is shooting up Paul's mock draft. Um, not not Paul's. What's the scuttlebutt? Oh. What's the scuttlebutt in Indy about JJ McCarthy? Because the Michigan people are really pumping him up, saying that he's going to draft higher than
3: you think. <laughs> well, funny you should say that. Evan and I just went to Jimmy John's, and uh, <laughs> we were walking back, and uh, that was exactly. I brought up JJ McCarthy, who. Um, you know, as, as I heard Paul say earlier, you know, he just doesn't throw in a lot. And I think that there's, a, you know, maybe a little bit of element of unknown with him that maybe at least allows you to believe that, hey, maybe he's an amazing thrower and we just don't know it. Um, but I was talking to Evan and I kind of I'm like, I keep kind of like dipping back in on him, but I'm like, why are we even considering these guys? If this is a great class and you're at three overall, take the guy at three. You know, like let's not even worry about figuring out if Bo Nix or J.J. McCarthy are okay enough to develop over the next three years. And then maybe like we're at three overall, make the most of it.
4: Yeah, I think if you're considering J.J. McCarthy, you're talking really about the 34th pick in the draft. I think he's a late first, early second round guy right now. And the biggest thing is, is what everybody keeps saying about him, is he just didn't throw all that much at Michigan. So if you want to watch 100 throws of J.J. McCarthy, you might need to watch like eight games to get to 100 throws, where these other guys you can watch like three games and you get to 100 throws. So I think that that's the biggest thing is uh, these workouts are going to be big for him, the combine, the pro day, to show off that arm talent and some of that ability to throw the ball in these live settings is that going to change scouts minds and say well in our system and in our offense and with a higher volume of throws uh, he's going to be a better uh, statistical quarterback than what he was at Michigan but right now I look at JJ McCarthy as more of a thrower than a quarterback like he's got a good arm talent he's got some mobility uh, but in terms of the actual quarterback details mechanics processing things like that uh, he's got a ways to go and in that category, to be a guy that is going to be leading your franchise, in my opinion.
9: Yeah, I was curious with you guys, and obviously we got to hear from from Wolf, and we heard your uh, your other interview with Elliot. Um, anything you guys pick up from listening to any of the other NFL coaches, GMs that have uh, hit the podium today? Anything Patriots related? I guess.
3: Yeah yeah just um you know one one I caught was John Snyder from the Seahawks was up uh, at his podium and Mark Daniels actually asked him about uh, Elliot because uh, they were together in, in Green Bay and uh, it was kind of a, a good answer from John Schneider talking about I think I used to babysit him um, but you know just a lot of nice things to say about him as as everybody has I mean I thought one of the interesting things too I don't know if you guys could catch it during his podium stand was you know a lot of the Green Bay folks were yeah you know really really asking a lot of questions just about you know some of the hits that he's you know been part of and you know he He spread the credit around a little bit of that but um yeah that was that and then a little bit of mike mcdaniel talking about firing vic fangio that was another thing i just caught always got to see mike mcdaniel um you know it was interesting just he said i didn't we didn't really even have a sense that was the direction we would be going uh when the season ended but after the season we ended we Try to have a you know a conversation without any emotion in it, and you know we kind of came to the conclusion for both of us that it was the right direction to go. So, um, just caught a little bit of that, but uh, but otherwise, no, we we're we're just you know kind of getting rolling here early on. There, uh, I saw Andy Reid; he got a like a full convoy in a uh, in a golf cart. They had to drive him <laughs> in. So, so he's he's doing well. He he says he's going to leave it to the media to decide if the Chiefs are a, a dynasty now. Wow. So, so, you um, Evan, you mentioned
0: you know J J McCarthy is a guy who has a lot. To gain from actually working out, whether it's pro days or at the combine, guys like that. What did you think of what do you think of the three quarterbacks at the top not throwing and also Marvin Harrison not doing anything?
4: Yeah, so I, I actually asked Elliot about that specifically, and he. He basically said that you know they would prefer these guys to work out, um, but obviously they're doing what's in their own personal best interest. And he uh, didn't sound like that they were going to change their draft board significantly based off of the fact that they didn't work out. We'll get to see those guys at their pro days. Uh, the quarterbacks will throw at their pro days. But uh, I, I think that it, with these guys, you have to determine whether or not it's really going to help your stock. There has to be some sort of benefit to going out there and throwing. And for a guy like Caleb Williams or Jaden Daniels, uh, they're going to go in the top three. What benefit do they really have uh, to throwing in these sessions? Whereas a guy like J.J. McCarthy, Bo Nix, Michael Penix, those guys could help their stocks by throwing in these events. I I don't know how you help your stock from 1-1. Like, you can't really – there's no place to go from there. So I understand why guys are opting out. And with Marvin Harrison, it's not that unheard of to not test. You know, Devontae Smith, he didn't run the 40-yard dash his draft year. Uh, That's the one that – comes to mind. you know. Some of those guys just say, hey, we were, we're, I'm going to trust the tape. You know, Look at the tape. Look, do you want to see how fast I play? Uh, I'm a difference maker, and and they trust the tape on it. So it, it didn't sound like it was going to change the Patriots' opinions one way or another, but he did say, Wolf did say, that they would like them to do these types of things, but obviously it's not in their control.
0: Well, it, you know, In the case of Harrison, though, he's not doing anything. He's not going to do pro days. He's just training for football, he says. Do you think that that could become you know, more and more players who are established doing that.
4: Yes and no. I think it's really with Marvin Harrison Jr. He's a unique case, in my opinion, because he's such a generational prospect to a lot of people uh, that he has the ability to do that. I don't think a lot of other guys are going to have the ability to just say, I- I- I'm not doing any of this stuff and I'll see you in September. Uh, I think he's got that rare case of I'm this good and I'm able to pull that off. But it's not just him. You know, Malik Neighbors is not running the 40 yard dash here either, uh, who's most people's number two wide receiver on the board. And his big trade is speed. That's, that's his top trade is his explosiveness and his big playability. So I'm a little bit surprised more by neighbors not participating or running the 40-yard dash uh, than I am with Harrison because neighbors should run a 4-3, you know, something like that. So I'm a little bit surprised that he decided not to run.
9: I have one more question for you guys, and I don't know if you know the answer. Is Gerard Mayo there?
3: Yes, yes. Uh, so we're going to see him uh tonight and then we'll also we're going to see him tomorrow. I think he's going to do a little uh media scrum that we're going to get to uh That's lean unfortunate. in. Uh, uh, we're going to interview him tonight as well. So yeah. Yeah, he's here. Sorry.
9: <laughs> no, I was hoping he, like, for totally selfish reasons I was hoping he wasn't there. But
0: No biggie. Just so that somebody yeah. be wrong. Bad yeah. report. No. <coughs> <coughs> yep. Okay.
3: All right, guys. Um can, I, can I ask a question? Yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> I just want to see how you guys ha- how your vacation was here. We didn't we didn't get <laughs> to see. You. We're like two ships passing in the night. Last week we had Deuce and the Kids show, and now you guys are back. You like should see how even, tan even they happen, are. I hope you're all well rested. Yeah, I'm, and, I'm and not tanned. really sure why you think oh, that it's man, the kid, the
9: Kids show. Like he's like five years younger than me. I know it's like Deuce and the Kids. I said Deuce and like, the Kids. I yeah, said Deuce and yeah, the Kids.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't know. This this guy? Yeah. No, I I had a thanks for asking. I had a great more time. More like creepy Uncle Deuce. Yeah. You, you missed all the talk <laughs> earlier on the show about the pornography and everything. Yeah. <laughs> in my Fred, hotel room. Fred had a
9: share of porn in the in, uh, in his he hotel. He
5: couldn't <laughs> escape it.
0: Yeah. But um, no, I had an awesome time. Awesome time. Yeah. It was a, it Lucky was a Fred. good
9: good trip until I got a speeding ticket on the way home.
5: <laughs> if you guys Paul, know you any, any lawyers in Virginia, in let Carolina? us
4: know. What did you see?
9: Did you see that? Did Deuce show you the picture I sent? I sent a picture of Drake May. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. So I. Uh, did you, I was on did you it. Talk to their coaches and. No, I their, saw. Their I I just talked to Drake. And asked him about his personality and his leadership and.
9: Yeah, I I polled about fifteen uh, or twenty guys on the campus and I didn't get anybody like Eldred who said everybody in North Carolina hates Drake May. I didn't get any of that. Um. Yeah, but no, I did get a chance to to go to the football stadium and saw they have a, a big, big uh, sort of. And a plaque out front with his, his name on it and a quote about how well, great it is when to When you were at BU, target.
0: didn't you play Coastal Carolina in baseball? We did not. Oh, no? No. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> play any of the Carolina I, I've kids? actually no heard a lot
9: about no. the,
4: the opposite with Drake May. Good guy.
9: Really good guy. Yeah, that's 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 uh, the word.
4: Yeah, I've heard a, a lot of s- strong leadership, good guy. Yeah, there, there's, there's a lot of buzz about his, his personality that he's – Hard worker, you know, all those cliches. Yeah,
9: I'm curious. Like, Elliot Wolfe calling the, uh, the top of the quarterback uh, class very tough. Sort of runs counter to the way the media portrays Caleb yeah. Williams, yeah. no?
3: <laughs> That's true. I don't know if you know, but he yeah. cried. Well, That's I true. Mean, Cri- tough guys can cry. Cr- tough guys can cry. What right? about painting their nails? Real men cry. <laughs> yeah. I agree, Deuce. Real men cry. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> all right, so <laughs> what's up on your uh, schedule for the rest of the day, and, and what can we look for tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll get some time with Gerard tonight, and then um, yeah, we're jumping into it tomorrow. Unfortunately for Evan, it's the defensive side of the ball, so <laughs> uh, we'll be with the defensive line, the edges, and I think the linebackers tomorrow. I believe. Um, so we're kind of ramping up now. We're getting up to the quarterbacks, the wide receivers, the running backs. Will be Friday. The good part. Yeah. Of the, the good combat. part, as Evan said. But uh, then the tackles on Saturday for for those who who care to. The Check bad out part. this amazing tackle class, which was another thing I brought up to Elliot Wolf. Yeah, the, the bad part, also the, big boys. the good part. Yeah, the big boys, the big blockers, arm so.
4: length. Yeah, really important.
3: No, we're doing it. Hopefully, just uh, you know, maintaining our steak intake. That's a big thing this week. You know, monitoring your shrimp and steak intake. Have you we know, hit Elmo yet? Do it too much. So uh, make sure. We did. We did last night. Um, and for a team dinner, it was wonderful. And uh, credit credit to Tony Flanagan I was about for going to say to, We got to talk it about a, Tony. What was it? The old 96er? It was a ninety six <laughs> ounces of all American beef. And if you finish it, you get a T-shirt. Uh, fortunately he didn't finish it, but he's still been carrying around the, the piece of steak in his pocket today that's left over, and he'll just take it <laughs> out and take a gnarl of it while we're we're working. So it's worked out. It's worked out great for Tony here. Well, all, all the dogs in Indy are following him around everywhere he goes. <laughs> Flavor
9: saver. Mm, it's like the mutton, <laughs> but, Seinfeld.
0: <laughs> but did I hear you earlier, Evan? Evan, you went to a Jimmy John's.
4: That was we we, me and Deuce uh, went to Jimmy John's.
0: No Jersey mics in oh, Indy
9: proper. that's, so that's right. I, that's right outside Johnson's the state. Instead. Yeah, right. I I've uh, I've frequented that Jimmy John's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
6: <laughs>
0: All right. All right, guys. Um, good job. Solid. We'll uh, good. have a good time in Indy. We'll maybe talk to you Thursday. Stay
9: out of trouble.
3: That sounds, sounds great. Good. All right. Yeah, we'll try. Talk to you soon. Love you guys. Bye. Evan and Deuce. In <laughs> Evan front says of the,
9: we'll uh, try. We'll try to the, stay out of trouble. The old
0: school backdrop in Indy. Good stuff.
9: All right, I just had something inappropriate to say.
0: What happened? But I let—I I actually kept it
9: Good inside for the for you. Very change.
5: big of you.
0: Yeah.
5: All I could think about was last year's combine calls when Mike spilled the tea about one of our video team members almost missing the flight home. <laughs> Good uh, times.
0: Was that the the combine?
5: I last thought year? it was. What else would it be that they were all out there for?
0: Uh, could have been preseason. I thought it
9: was, thought it was the Vegas thing. Yeah, it might was have been, it? Might have been. Yeah. Vegas is. Yeah. Uh, Moore used to say.
0: Yeah, uh, one of the joint practices. Um, All right, let's get
9: back. The socks.
2: warned him to set many alarms.
9: Yeah. So Mayo is there, and uh, we will have um, something with Mayo because Mike and Evan are going to chat with him the way they did with with Wolf. So that's something to look forward to.
0: Yep, so they'll do that tonight. And then tomorrow, uh, he said, there'll be some kind of scrum with Mayo with the rest of the media. Yeah, we don't care about that. No, no. All right, uh, phones are still stacked. Not surprising, but... Thank you for that. Uh, John's in South Beach. What's up, John? John in South Beach. Oh, man, these people, they hold on for half an hour. And then I think it's you. It's, it's their time to go, and they're not there.
9: Johnny South Beach usually Oh, was John. Is. He
2: said he was going to hold, but he had a work call he had to take. Oh,
0: okay. Mm. All right. Uh, Scotty Good job, in Fred. New York. What's up, Scotty? Beam me up, Scotty.
9: Yeah. Let's just let's just Womp keep blaming it all all the callers. Well,
0: listen, nice. I I don't know. I pressed the right button. He's not there. All right. So we're gonna go to California with Ethan. What's up, California. Ethan? Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Hey, Ethan. How's it going, man? All right.
8: time Patriots fan. You know, on the other side of the country. But um, <clears throat> so my question about the draft is, if we do stare at the quarterback, you know, we have Daniels and May who are two very different quarterbacks. You know, there's one who's very mobile, a little lighter. He's really good in the pocket. has a huge arm. But then you have another who I kind of compare to Josh Allen, like 6'4", 245. He strives in the pocket. What do you think would be a better quarterback for our rebuilding franchise? Even if they sat behind, you know, a veteran for a year, which, you know, is happening a lot with, I mean, that's how the Packers really build their quarterbacks. Who do you think would be a better quarterback or better fit for our franchise we're trying to rebuild?
9: I, I think that May's skill set translates to the Northeast.
2: Um, and I think,
9: I think they're both extremely mobile. Now, May is not the dynamic runner that Daniels is. Daniels blows everybody away in, in terms of running with the football. He is top of the class. Um, but May is a very mobile quarterback, and I agree with the Josh Allen comp and because of that, I think it translates to New England. He's a bigger guy, can drive the ball through the wind. I do not think Daniels has that kind of arm. But he is, you know, I, I, I'm coming around on Daniels. The, you know, my chastising from a, you know, a month ago, I'm watching a little bit more and seeing more indications of him being able to, to do it more traditionally, not just – I just think that he, his propensity is to run. And I don't think you can do that. I think he, he's going to have to get better as a passer. I like them both. I take them both, but I think May, his skill set, in my opinion, better so, translates. So let's say the, the team to the weather, which I think is a
0: huge factor. Yeah, let's say the team really likes Daniels. They I think would take him. They can have a he can have a future in the NFL. But maybe he needs a year. Who do you bring in to be that quarterback for this year?
9: I think there are options.
0: Yeah. Is it is it Jacoby Brissett? He, I mean, That's what it, I was gonna say.
9: I heard, I heard say. Jimmy G. Gardner not Jimmy G. I wouldn't. I would I absolutely. Well, he's, he's would gonna not. miss two games. He's right? Yeah. 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 I absolutely wouldn't bring him in. Yeah. Like unequivocally, I would not bring him. G. in.
5: I know. He's I think someone cut. someone did him dirty. I feel like so they didn't have to pay yeah, him or it, something. It, I, or, I, it
0: sounds that way. But uh, yeah. 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 It does. Yeah. It's I mean, too bad. Gardner Minshew
9: would would be a guy. There's some backups that are gonna be free agents. Cooper Rush. You know, someone like that. But I think those guys aren't going to be interested in signing here because they want to sign somewhere where they think they have a chance to be the starter. Right. Not a a guy that's going to start for 10 weeks. Right, just a place. Or or maybe a year, you know. But you could get a guy on a one-year deal, I suppose, like Tyler Huntley. You know, if you were going to draft – Jaden Daniels, would it make sense to, draft, to to sign Tyler Huntley for a year, I'm, I'm have just, him play?
0: But here, here's when I, where I'm kind of going with this, and maybe they don't need to do that, but if you, if you draft Daniels, you want to start building the offense around him. And even if he's not the quarterback this year, you want to start building that offense. Sure. So you want to get a quarterback that at least can run it. Which is why
9: I said, would you sign Tyler Huntley Yeah. and have him keep the seat warm for yep. your you know more yeah, you, dual threat guy.
0: You know, you don't want to have a one type of offense this year no. and then have to redo it next year for Daniels, you know.
9: No. Yeah. I, that's why I'm looking for a guy with similar skill set
0: as Daniels and yep. Huntley. Uh, let's see. Okay, Th- thanks Ethan. Um, let's go to Danielle in Colorado. What's up Danielle? Hi, how are you? Okay.
10: Um, so my, and I have I have a bit of input. Um, this is coming from. So I have I have a love hate relationship with the Patriots. I will say that because my grandma, I have family from Boston. My grandpa, many he peace, was a Patriots fan. My dad is definitely a Patriots fan. And you know, growing up as a Colts fan and being from Indianapolis, just seeing the way the Patriots have played, they need to build around. They need to get a quarterback and build around their quarterback and get some tight ends in there.
9: Okay. Yeah, they, um, they need so one a lot of one stuff. Of the
10: quarterbacks that, one of the quarterbacks that could bring in would be Jacoby Bissett because he can run the ball.
9: Okay. No, that, well, yeah, I mean, whoever they bring in is not part of the right. equation. Right. If you bring somebody in to play, that's because you don't want your rookie third overall pick to start right away. Yep. Right? Right. That's why you're bringing somebody in. Yep. So whatever they do is kind of um, irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Thanks, Danielle.
6: Danielle and, in Colorado.
9: Jacoby Brissett is not mobile at all.
0: Um, I should have read this email while Deuce was on. Oh. Uh, yeah. This is from George. He says, Fred and Paul, please never both be missing from the show again. Ugh.
5: Was it that bad?
0: Deuce and the kids, more like Deuce and the turds. Oh, that's wow. terrible. It was assen- Alex is right here. Jeez. It was essentially four hours of the halftime show, and it was without a doubt the worst week in Patriots unfiltered history. I do have a question about the draft. Um, <laughs> do you guys have any worry that the new regime is so worried about being the opposite of Bill that they would force a pick at three if doing the Bill move and trading down would be a smarter option? No.
9: I have worries about so being so determined to be different from Bill, yes, but not to the extent where they'll knowingly do the wrong thing. Right? Yeah. Like, so you're telling me they know that trading down is the, the best course of action, but we're not going to do that because that's what Bill would do. I don't. Gerard's a smart guy. Yeah. He's not going to do that.
6: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, let's see. Sam in Maryland just thought I'd write in my review of Patriots shipping of my PU winnings. I was supposed to receive the Chargers game poster, in large PU shirt in the fall. Last week, I received a medium PU shirt. So, Maureen was sort of getting it right. Love the shirt, <laughs> even though I can't wear it. I, I did get a return to sender package upstairs, a shirt. I, got a, I forgot to bring it down, though. I don't know who it was.
2: Everybody that was complaining that they hadn't gotten their stuff, I just resent shirts to.
9: He he brought them by me to, right. as proof. He goes here, here you go. <laughs>
0: he was all mad.
2: Seventeen of them in my hands.
0: Yeah, I ha- I have a, a return to sender package. How, you send them USPS. Yeah, what, why yeah. don't you do it FedEx? Flat rate. FedEx.
2: I was told this is the easiest way.
0: It might be easiest, but it's not. Doesn't get there. Well, you do it whatever way the organization does it. No? We have FedEx upstairs. Oh.
2: I'll do it from FedEx from now on. This is the way Nicole had told me to do it before.
0: She's not here anymore. She don't shine shoes (laughs) no more. Alex writes in. He's in North Carolina. I'd like to say I like Paul's new spot. Feels like he has a new swagger sitting in a new spot. Plus now we can have heated debates head on.
9: (laughs) Yes, confidence is my
0: issue. (laughs) Excited to see what the Wolf and Mayo are building in this new next generation of the Patriots. I'm going to miss what was the Patriots I grew up with. And like Paul says, they keep taking rocket shots at the previous regime. So we can assume that should be no more. From a defensive standpoint, how much do you think Bill not being part of the team affects how well the defense is prepared? I think it has.
9: That's interesting. Yeah, that that Mm
0: -hmm.
6: is
9: that's a you know, you know how I like to say last year, the defense was well down the list of anything that was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably a very secondary, minor concern, but it's a concern.
0: Well, there's a lot of pressure on Demarcus Covington,
9: right? And how much, um, you know, how much of that defense's success was because Bill just knows how to shut down right. another team.
0: And it, it, at the first sign of a crack, it's going to be, up. Oh, Bill's not here anymore, and it's you know Demarcus Covington's going to get a lot of blame. Um, but fair or fi- you know, whether it's fair or not. So you, you know, hope maybe that
9: in that regard, you know, well. I mean, it, it's it, it's going to be interesting. I think if there's, because you know that I am not like a hundred percent believer in the defense. I think they're
0: fine. Yeah, you you didn't think they. Were I think fine. they're fine. Yeah. I
9: I don't think there's anything wrong. With, I think they're a very good defense in the current NFL. Yeah, you know, I they're not a problem. Yeah, but it will be interesting if they are not as good as they were. Right. Which may be you know painfully obvious, but it may just be well you played more good teams with good offenses. Right. Which I really think you know. Like, last year, if you played the Jets with Rodgers twice, maybe they scored more points than they did against you.
0: You know right. what I mean? Well, that's where, you know, and we've said it over the last few years, With you know, where the Patriots aren't as good as they used to be, it's really important for us to be as objective as we can be in our analysis. You know, um, more so than when they're winning every game, and you don't really need to be. Cause right, and then
9: know, when you try to be objective then, and believe me, you know, that's what Andy and I used to try to do is, like, be balanced and look at both sides you sound like you're you're just bitching for the sake of bitching right. or trying to be a contrarian right. like oh they're 12 and 4 they're in the AFC championship game and this jerk is trying to talk about how they're not that good it's not really what we were doing but well, it's it, kind of. it can be perceived that way yeah, yeah. it can definitely be oh, sure. I, I tell you the story all the time about Billy O making fun of us for that yeah you know at the combine when he was with Houston he goes you two and he didn't say guys <laughs> <laughs> you two a-holes <laughs>
0: Really? He gave it to you, huh?
9: No, it was very uh, lighthearted, tongue-in-cheek. But no, there was a message there, like, I, I hear these reports
0: from you guys. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you find negative stuff. Uh, Salmon in the Bay Area, I normally listen in... <coughs> excuse me. Who? you Ooh. okay? Banana in the tailpipe. No. <laughs> I normally listen in on the live audio, but today I decided to watch the video. While I'm watching, a couple of times, the audio-only feed will start playing while simultaneously playing the video. Huh. I don't know if it's an app issue or just a me problem. Not as bad of an issue as walking into a Mexican hotel with porn <laughs> on every channel.
9: That's true. Well, Fair. the first three, right? The first three channels. First three. But it's the first three. <laughs> what channels? You know it how is? it's like— So go, every time you put on the TV, Yeah, no.
0: So you know how like t- hotels, yeah. they'll, they'll have the TV on their, yeah. their station which is like one and two are the hotel stations. Right, right, So you go in, it's nice music, and they're showing pictures Travel of the, of the ground. You know, back yeah. to the jump it's scare like, All right. Alex talked so about. So you, you, you go up one, and the channel's like, whoa! You know...
5: <laughs> oh is that what I, is that re- you would think you'd have to like hit some right, type of like back channel w- some button that it's, like it's hi f- i'm over 18 or whatever the first, like right. that disclaimer it's yeah, the you got to put in like your,
9: your date of birth yeah right.
5: put your credit card in because you probably have to pay for those oh, channels yeah. or something well,
6: is that what you do Alex? You i don't know how that in? works oh. i certainly do not know oh, how that works okay.
0: But
2: yeah, You was, do have to put credit cards in. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Not in this place.
0: Uh, anyway, love the Mike Mamula name drop. Growing, growing up in South Jersey, Eagles country, yeah. I definitely remember him. That brings up this question. Over the last 20 years, the Patriots avoided these types of workout warriors. Did you see this potentially changing? Do you see this potentially changing?
9: Yeah, I, I think that it's always wise to avoid a workout warrior whose play – is not commensurate with his workout numbers, which was Mamula right like he was an okay player at BC but not a top ten kind of player at bc so I think you always want to avoid that I don't think the Patriots will do that more now because they're scouting differently I think you you got to go with production you know it in in the in the tape if you just try to project and say, well this guy should be better than he is he's really that's when you get into the like you want to look at a, like a, a workout warrior draft, two years ago, yeah, with with Cole Strange and Tyquan Thornton and Pierre Strong and you know, like they had the fastest in their positions mm-hmm. at a lot of different. Those are workout guys. Yeah, and you know unfortunately, you know none, none of them really panned out.
0: Dan in Virginia and Michigan, does Paul have any warm wishes for his esteemed colleague in the sports media, Peter King, upon the announcement of his retirement? So. It's Peter King. We
9: have a, a an inside joke here uh, that Fred and I and our uh, esteemed cohort Matt No Socks. We like to immediately jump on a, a text thread and say, "Make sure you take the time out to get on Twitter and wish so and so, you know, a, a happy retirement." Because rather than just like you know get calling them yourself yeah, right. or texting them yourself, you have to show everybody else in right. the world that you know him. Right. 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 Which to me is always grandstanding. Or what my connection social is to media, right. 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 You know, and I remember, you know, he was so good to me as a young report. Like, so that's
5: not really about People him. People like de- dedicating their careers yeah. to him. right.
9: That's not really about Peter King. That's really about you. Yeah, call we him. We call and, them you know.
5: narcissists.
9: Correct. Well, so that's a little strong. So Fred, yeah. so Fred and I and Matt, we like to sort of poke fun at that. This is an indicate. This is a situation. I honestly, I, I've met Peter King a handful of times, but never really formally. Uh, I, you know, I. In passing, I don't know him. Yeah. I don't know him. I don't know him at all other than his yeah. column. Yeah. So I don't really have, you know, and I know that that was tongue-in-cheek, the email, but right. I do find it funny, like, everybody, had, like, oh, I was, oh, yeah. I, like yesterday I was like, huh, Peter King retire? I wouldn't know. You mm-hmm. know, I was, like, right. literally 50 different people yeah. all regaling you with the same story about how good. I mean, I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's a wonderful guy. You know, behind the scenes, I'm sure that all these yeah, people said bad things about us during. Spire. But I'm sure that all these people are telling the truth. Like, you know, yeah. Albert Breer, who worked with him, which to me is a little different because he did actually yeah. work side by side with Peter King at SI. But um, talk
0: to Peter. Right. Yeah. Like right.
9: if you have that to say. Yeah. Or yeah. if you want to write it in your column or something like that. I, I mean, I get that. Yeah, he's from Springfield
5: I'm from Springfield I'm not going to write an essay about him like paving the way from Springfield for me I've
9: never met the guy like I'm not going to go on Twitter
0: and pretend you know Uh, the other one I like is um, the young kids now I'm I'm I just want to let the world know that I'll be leaving my job. Oh, I love those, and I'll be—I have a great opportunity. I'm going to so and so. Can't say it yeah. yet. Uh, right, got right. news. Got
5: big news coming. Right. Excited to share what's next. Like, okay, you, if you have people you want to tell that to,
0: send an email to those people. You know, but they have to go on social media and you know tell the world. And then you also—I know, from that, I, know I sound like a boomer, but you know, no, and, you do know, get some and I
9: know we we do that. sound like boomers, and I'm okay with it in this case. But you also, when you get let go, and I don't—I hate when people lose their jobs yeah. before anybody. Oh, the, you know, it's I got actually, laid
5: off today. Yeah.
9: So with the sob story. You, you, what are you doing that for? You're you doing that so now a hundred of my followers will now tell me that's not fair. Yeah, miserable One of loves the best company. in the business. Oh no, uh, I, no one does it better. He won't be unemployed long. Like,
0: well, no, if if. If I was young and I got laid off, I would do it to say anyone got a job. Well that's different. Yeah. Yeah.
9: yeah. That's different. Yeah. Like if you're soliciting a job, that's yeah. that's a different That's sort. why I would But do I'm it. just talking about like you're just looking for the yeah the, the attention yeah. on social media. That's all you're doing. It's um, transparent. Alex and her ilk.
0: And uh Dan <laughs> Dan also says got a number of a people turd. now I'm
5: being lumped with them.
0: <laughs> a number of people, including Paul, have noted key events in the documentary that are not being covered. Isn't this series largely a Patriots Mr. Kraft joint or at least heavily influenced by them? If so, why aren't they covering these events? No, it's not. It I mean well, pa- it is. No, it isn't. But we, it wasn't done by them. We, it wasn't done by us. It was we, not we Sports. We cooperated. You know, they asked us for material. We got them as much as we could, just like they asked NFL films. They shot stuff here. And Brady's people, they asked for stuff. So we cooperated, but like I can tell you that our PR guy was petrified mm. because he had no idea what was in this thing. And he was really worried about what was going to be in it. And I don't know if he's still worried or not, but like he was, we didn't know how this was going to come out. We had
5: no did control. You have something? Did you it's, it's an aside, but I was just the mass general hospital press conference. At the end of it, Stacey goes, Okay, thank you very much. And he says it the same way he still says oh, it. Yeah. it. It was just ah. it was it was another jump scare for me. I was like, Oh my god, that's a SJ. jump scare. Oh.
9: That, that's bit you getting that one? Yeah. I, Write that I, one down, guys. See, I, I yeah, I try to get all these in my uh, in my <laughs> repertoire.
0: All right. Um, so hold on. What?
9: Jump scare? That's that press conference you're just talking about. Okay. Yeah,
5: and you guys were, you were sitting in the front row I'm it. right there. I saw it, Yeah, I saw you last night, too, and I was watching the episode. Look at you. All wow. right. Wow. L-
0: listen, uh, before we go, I just want to tell everyone, um, you know, if you're betting, uh, whether you're in the game or betting on the game, you'll need a game plan. DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the New England Patriots, provides you with everything you need to build your personal betting game plan so you can get in on all the action while practicing safe bets, Paul. Safe bets. Visit DraftKings.com slash Responsible-Gaming to learn more about all the safe betting tools DraftKings has to offer. Hope is here, Paul. 800-327-5050 or GamblingHelplineMA.org Must be 21+. plus. Play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com Physically present in Massachusetts, I have no idea what all this means. See DraftKings.com slash Responsible-Gaming for details and state-specific Responsible Gaming resources. All right, that's going to be it for this edition of oh. Patriots Unfiltered. Wow, that went fast. We will be back on Thursday. Wednesday, uh, Catch-22? Thursday 2 to 4, and then we're going to drop our next Di- Dynasty documentary on Friday.
1: Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts.
2: The world's original podcast. Isn't it time to get exactly what you want? Welcome to Red Hot Deal Days from Verizon, where you get your pick of our best deals. Like My Plan, where you can pick the perks you want and save on every one. For limited time, bring your own phones to a Verizon store and you can get My Plan for our best price ever. Get exactly what you want in your phone plan and only pay for what you need. Bring your phones to your Verizon store today and get My Plan. These deals won't last. It's your Verizon.